0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. The best time to prepare for growth, if you want to do it, is before opportunity arrives. That's right, especially for online businesses. That's why ShipStation can handle the shipping for your online products all in one place. Don't wait until you're drowning in orders to find the right shipping solution. Upgrade to ShipStation today. And set yourself up for success. Yep, no more limiting your business to one store. ShipStation integrates with every platform, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more, making it easy to manage all your shipping from one simple dashboard. Just go to shipstation.com today and sign up with the promo code THEO for a free 60 day trial. Start today and set up before the biggest shopping season of the year. That's two months free. Visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top, and type in code Theo. You know, there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers both of them. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. They have everything your hair needs delivered straight to your door with discreet packaging and proven results. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to KEEPS.com slash theo to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash theo to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash theo. I want to let you know that we have added shows for Saturday, November 5th in San Diego. Uh, the first two sold out, so we now have shows Saturday, November 5th. We are also adding a Sunday, November 6th show for San Diego, and those tickets will be on sale Wednesday, uh, September 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. theovoncom slash T-O-U-R. I'm also excited to announce we've got brand new merch up on the Theo Von store. Check out Rat King Racing collections: <laughs> shirts, hoodies, hats in multiple designs. Um, if you like racing, if you like threatening your Uber driver and making them go faster, and if you like just damn just burning gasoline, baby, then you'll love uh, Rat King Racing collection. Get that hitter, baby. He's on his Birdie Boy Relapse Tour for the rest of this year. He just wrapped up his Fully Loaded Tour this summer. And um, and you can see new episodes of his Something's Burning cooking show on YouTube. Uh, I'm grateful to have him here today. One of the hardest working men in comedy, Mr. Bert Kreischer.
1: Like, like, I don't know the benefit, you know. Like, like Tim Dillon, what's he used, right? Maybe, maybe the best podcaster we have of our general. You and Tim Dillon are probably the two best podcasters I know that I enjoy watching. I love Rogan. Rogan's obviously the king. I love, I love watching Rogan, but and I love, but I love watching you and Tim the way you guys think. Now, price point wise, right? Mm-hmm. Say, there's, let's talk about uh, say these companies that come in. They go, we're doing it right. We spent. $50,000 on cameras. We spent $100,000 on microphones. We got state-of-the-art board. Yeah. And then you go, what about just a laptop? Do you have yeah. one of those? Yeah. So right? Right. But but I do think that if you I do think here's what I learned from Rogan. If you invest a little more money in it, you care more.
0: And if you care more, you get a better product. I think that that's probably true. And I think guests come and they see that you care more. Yeah. It feels more eloquent. Yeah. Um yeah, it's one of the reasons, like, sometimes it's like I would like to get into, like, a nicer studio space. Like, our studio is great. Very good. But it's like, but then also, you don't want to go too corporate of a studio where right. it feels like, where it doesn't feel like rogue, you know? Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, and you also don't want to do it out of your house, which I've been doing for the past fucking eight years. And so people are like, do so you live here? And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. Is <laughs> that like, your daughter? Can I meet her? And you're like, Georgia, grab yeah, a towel.
0: Yeah. Uh, she's doing audio for us right now, but as soon as this Like, I want to
1: get bigger guests. You know who I want to get? I'm being dead serious. We talked about this a little bit, and I think you're the only person who'll get this.
0: Dude, um, let me guess who it is.
1: Oh, uh, If you guess it, mm-hmm. if you guess it, I'll spend the rest of the show with my flip-flop in my mouth.
0: Oh, dude, that's going to mess up the chat. <laughs> but I'll try. Let me see. It's uh, Can I ask for a clue or not? Yes. Okay is it a black
1: <laughs> person? No. <laughs> but think. there are a couple that I'd like to get on. I'd like to get on uh I like Killer Mike on. I like Killer Mike. I'd oh, like Snoop yeah. on. Um yeah. I'd like Big Boy from Outkast. I'd like TI. I should give a shout out to TI
0: about his car. Keep saying stuff. You're just eliminating guests, I was going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> <They're all black. laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So you going with the you going with the white
1: dude? Oh, I'm going with a white dude. I think he's white. I don't it's, even know his name, to be honest with you. It's hot
0: in here, guys. Can y'all cut the AC on?
1: Um, I drank a lot yesterday, and I woke up in the middle of the night in a fucking sizzle. I mean, I was so hot, and all of a sudden, my body went, <sighs> and fucking poured sweat. Oh. Back to sleep. Nuh-uh. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, almost like when a truck stops, and it's like, shh.
1: It woke me up. I was so hot. My fucking wife, Leanne, was, was like, you got to keep, you got to keep hey boss. this is how leanne talks (laughs) i was doing i'm doing this impression of leanne and she fucking hates it and i got off stage in like say this weekend and uh and Dave williamson's like i think you're doing theo (laughs) as leanne he's like yeah leanne never says gang gang when she sucks your dick (laughs) gang gang son um but uh Hey boy, all I need to know about that Coke is I drop it on the bottom bowl. That ants ain't drinking by that Coke. I ain't drinking Diet Coke. That's all I need to know about that Coke right now. Um, shit. What? Oh my god. Dude. There's a lot of black people I'd like to have on my podcast. Oh, you gotta get some. You gotta. I don't run. have enough black people on my podcast. No, of
0: Nobody does. Nobody does. Well, Donnell's the only. Like, I know. Darnell's money too, oh, dude. Donnell's Darnell's money. money money but every (laughs) every time you think you're like man i gotta diversify a little you're like hey donnell (laughs) everybody in podcasting is like that dude donnell williams would be good
1: oh chris rock dave Chappelle. i don't count them as like in like the group because they're just comics i want to reach out you know who i'd like cornell west
0: cornell west let's bring him up he's a singer no (laughs) no he's not he's not oh there he is huh
1: Dr. Cornell West.
0: Oh, damn, huh?
1: He's badass, dude.
0: He Ooh, badass. Yeah. Is he really like a real uh, prolific thinker and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's wow. the reason,
1: uh, I'm going to say this, there's no proof to what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. He's the reason Chris Rock's special was so good. Mm. Bring the pain. Chris Rock started hanging around dudes like this on Sunday. They do like a Sunday supper where they talk about politics and talk about the world and talk about things. And he just hang out. By the way, I'm not certain what I'm saying is accurate at all. I might have just dreamt this. Yeah, and so I had a dream about David Spade last night. You did? Yeah, and I should call him and let him know I was thinking about him.
0: But so he, uh, he. Yeah, what happened? I want to know about this guy. Looks really interesting. He's really interesting.
1: Uh, he's like just a thinker. I think he works at yeah. Harvard, and he just is. He's always on Bill Maher, and I just love him on Bill Maher. He's always got a good take. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are aligned just straight politics, and that bores me. I like a person that'll float and go like, well. Those kids were wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like somebody that's got some uh, that's got some nuance to their own ideas. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't to their views. I don't have any of that. You don't? No, I have pretty basic views. Well, do you? And I flip flop a lot. Mm. Like, I flip flop a
1: lot. I'm gonna try this a little. But that's drink.
0: okay, man. I don't think that that's bad. or Is anything. there alcohol in this? No. Okay.
1: Um, um. Okay, people on one of my podcasts. Well, let's
0: get into it. Okay. Um. I, uh, so if it's a, I'm going to say Bill Clinton. It's not.
1: Although he would be good. He would be good. But he would be good, like, off camera. You know, when he's like. Yes. He's like, well, that was really good, Bert. Are these things still rolling? And I go, no. And he goes, man, I fuck a lot of bitches when (laughs) I was president. My favorite thing to do, come in (laughs) them. Just come in them and go, yeah, take that. Oh, yeah. That's presidential seat, baby. Yeah, yeah. And spit in their mouths and just throw a towel at them. Go clean yourself up, whore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, get back on the bench, babe. <laughs> go
0: race her back. Hey, what'd you like? was <laughs> it like starting for the first time? <laughs>
2: go raise back. Go no Razorbacks,
0: uh-huh. dude. When you think about the fact that he went to that, he's out of the University of Arkansas. Him and Hillary straight up met at the University of Arkansas, dude. Yeah,
1: dude, was there was she ever? Can pull up young pictures of Hillary. Was she ever like, like really hot? You could see that. Uh, uh, hold on, yeah, you could see it. Or like, let's take it. Let's take some looks at her, because mm. you got to be like Jackie Onassis hot. Jackie Kennedy hot. I mean, you got look at. Wow. I mean, Bill sh- was not planning on doing well. I think Bill was looking for someone to help him with his homework. <laughs> look at that. Dude. <laughs> he looks like a starting center for the Nets in 1972. <laughs> Hi, boy. Hi, it's Bill Clinton. Is that? That's a good impression, right?
0: That's pretty good. Hi,
1: you ever think Bill Clinton said the N word?
0: Let me think about it. Hold on. I bet it's been a while. Oh, it's been. A, you better think it's been a while? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. You think he says it recently?
1: I think he's one of those guys that just still drops it every now wow. and then. Just to Hillary. Just to Hillary. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Just the best. Yeah.
1: Who's calling you? He's yeah. like, it's Obama. <laughs> Hi, old boy. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Is that, I'm, I lost it. I had the accent for a second. Let me think. Hey, right, it's Bill Clinton.
0: Uh, that sounds like you're getting a little fozzy. Uh, a little fuzzy rare there. Yeah, I get really fuzzy. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm but not crazy. That's, that's, that's not Fozzie.
2: That's not
1: Fozzie. Oh, <laughs> Jim, I used to think Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel looked like Fozzie the Bear. Let me think. Like early Jimmy Kimmel when he was like a little more overweight Oh, yeah.
0: I could see that. Bring up Fozzie. Oh. Can we get a look at and do what Fozzie looks like? Fozzie is a uh, um, fun one. Hey, hey, girls.
1: No, hold on. Hey. Oh, that's Fozzie. Who am I thinking of? Hey, bo- no, no, that's, that's not too no, old. Uh, uh Driving along, it takes the fun out of my way. I think that a highway it's, 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 it's delicious. <laughs> What is so delicious. am I singing that right?
0: I think it's... We picked uh, up
1: a weirdo. Life is a highway. I'm going to run it all ride. night long. Have you ever done anything as good as that? Think about that, right? Artistically, do you think you've put out one thing that it equals that song? I think of that all... The fucking wow. time. When you think of one hit wonders, like Rat, right? Round and round. Your love a gun away, just give it time, round time. And round Yeah. Do you think you've done anything as good as that once? Like like put out one piece of work where you go, that was, that was, I take it, you, you have. I think there's
0: some there's some beats that I've put out there that are pretty good.
1: I think I think my cousin got bit by a gay is as good as round and round. That made me laugh so fucking hard.
0: Yeah, it's a true story, man. It's sad too. Yeah, yeah, but it's like that's what the city's gone into, man. It's fucking Obama's aquarium out here. I mean, it's it's fucking Biden's aquarium <laughs> out here, Biden's dude. Biden's aquarium out on the streets here, bro. It's insane. Everybody's I, biting. I just heard about this Hunter Biden guy. Yeah, he uh does he does. Uh, crack? He used to do it, they said. I don't know if he's better. Well, oh, a-
1: so it's not recent. No. Oh, well, then whatever.
0: I don't think. Everyone can grow. He's no, no,
1: then, yeah, whatever. I thought he was doing it, like, today.
0: He was on Mar- He was on Maron's podcast. I didn't hear it, though.
1: He was on Maron's podcast?
0: Wasn't he on Maron's podcast, I think, Zach? I think you're oh. thinking of he was on
1: Getting Dug With High.
0: Oh, he was? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just gullible today, man. Um, I feel like we haven't even started this conversation. Oh, we
1: started the show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He was on Mark Maron. Wow. And Mark Maron, you know Mark Maron, he'll hold you to the fire. Did he? Did he
0: say so? Tell me about the crack in the bathtub and the. I gotta bathtub. listen to it. Did he? Maron's been doing. He's got like a beef, I guess, or something with Rogan and Schaub, huh? Schaub? Uh, or like some of his material and stuff has been about. Um I know he has a beef with Rogan. He's been about it. I
1: had to edit a few things out on podcasts. You did? <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't fucking I don't want to be the I don't want to be the fucking the fire starter between this thing. Yeah. You going know, fucking say that out loud. I was like
0: We can edit this out. It was just he's been Nope. It, it's been a <laughs> Don't Don't
1: I live a life where I try not to I, I there's there's shit I've said on podcasts that I completely regret. <laughs> yeah. But it's out there. So I and so if I start editing now, then I look like I've gotten so much better. I go, I gotta keep it consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta be kinda ignorant. Keep going.
0: Um, what do you uh I'm gonna think about what that guest is.
1: I'll give you i I'll give you I'll give you a huge hint and I oh, don't pink. Think, is it that singer pink? Oh, no, I would love to have pink. I would love to have pink. Ooh. I would love to have pink and not tell my wife and daughters. That's and surprise them. And have them walk in and they would Fucking lose their shit. I'll tell you what, I'll even tell go this far. Pink can bring her boyfriend, and I'll get a tattoo right there. Ooh. Yeah, because her boyfriend does tattoo work. Oh, he does? Heart, 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 heart foundation or something. Heart and weight, heart.
0: I like Kat Von D, boy. I
1: like Kat Von D, too. Yeah. She's in recovery. I think her tattoos are much better now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i sure I heard you know. there was a period of time where they were a little sloppy. <laughs> she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm going to have a cocktail. And she was like, I added to it. <laughs> She was hot she still is hot as shit.
0: Oh yeah. She looks good, man. Do Bring you, her picture up. Bring up a picture of her. Here we she go. She is really sexy. Mm, yep. Yeah, she looks nice, dude. Um, was there a fur before you loved your wife, was there a first love for you? Did you ever have like Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. Jennifer Stevens. <gasps> eighth grade. Oh. Eighth grade, she really dialed in what I liked in women. She had great feet. She still has great feet, I'm sure. Great feet? Feet, yeah. yeah. She used to sit mm-hmm. in Mr. Yarnell's class mm-hmm. with her foot like this, and she'd just dangle her shoe. Oh. She'd dangle her shoe. And I, seventh grade, eighth grade, was the mm-hmm. first time I realized I was straight. Yeah. Where I was like, like whatever a gay kid goes through. I think that's why I'm empathetic towards like anyone who's struggling with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. I've I don't think I, I don't, maybe I haven't always been like this, but I think definitely when I realized that at that moment I was out of control. I was I was I wanted I wanted uh, tan mm-hmm. blonde women for the rest of my life with gray feet. Gray feet where had to be a thing. I was out of control. I couldn't control my thoughts. I never listened to Mr. Arnell's class. All I really learned is about barnstorming. It seemed to be the only thing more interesting than Jennifer Stevens' feet. Mm-hmm. And uh and would the, dangle
0: I, that sandal, God.
1: And I remember being like, oh, I'm fucking I'm bit by the bug. Oh. And so if, that, if you feel that way about boys and you're a boy, you know, like at the same age, eighth grade, and you're like, God damn it, man.
0: But it must be crazy at that age because all boys are suddenly being like, I've been jerking off all night. And you're just sitting there as a gay boy. You're well, like, it would all be so hard.
1: Oh. Especially like we used to do a lot of gay shit growing up. Like if you got in the shower and you weren't and you were like a little white, mm. we'd start slapping you, mm. and then we just put handprints all over you. <laughs> oh, damn, Imagine being an albino gay kid oh. trying to figure yourself out, and you get in there and everyone's like slapping you. Like oh, oh. <laughs> hey, have you opened those cigars?
0: You're like I'm bad, I'm those, bad. C-
1: those cigars are really great cigars. They are. Yeah, they're they're tatuates. They're I don't really even know cigars. those in cigars. To, like, I, but this is an interesting point because like when did you find out you were straight?
0: Let me thank God. Um... Like, meaning
1: it was in you. You went, who? what the fuck was that? You know, like, not just going, like, uh, you know, watching Wonder Woman and being like, she looks pretty or whatever, but like, you're like, I- I'm in love with this girl. Mm-hmm. I need, I want this girl in my life. And I got her. I got Jennifer Stevens. I dated her for like probably six months. Wow. She broke up with me to date Thompson Rankins. Oh. And that's the whitest name you'll ever find. He was find the worst. worst. He was the coolest dude. Yeah, he was. He good. was the first guy that taught me that it was okay to shower. Like, with like, other dudes? Yeah. Him, Truett Gardner. Him and Truett Gardner.
0: Okay, that's enough dudes in the shower. Okay. <laughs> Even in the story, <laughs> I feel like we don't need... You're just like... He told me oh, I Oh, needed- Ron was there, Alan. Uh, they told
1: me I needed to name my dick. Really? But yeah, they told me... I, they like, I I I was really uncomfortable. I was in like probably eighth grade. They were in ninth grade. And we were playing football, JV mm-hmm. football. And... Uh, we all had to get in the shower afterwards, and I was really uncomfortable. And and by the way, I'm sorry. They're two grown men in their 50s with children and just sharing the story. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, if you're uncomfortable, this is so fucking bizarre. They're like, if you're uncomfortable, there's a process. Yeah. Shower in your boxers. I said, for real? And they go, we don't care. If you're not comfortable with your body, shower in your boxers. I was like, I can shower in my boxers? They go, hey, it's just us. We don't give a shit. So I showered in my boxers. And then the next day after football practice, I came into my boxers. And they were like, uh, they were like, you know, one day you're going to have to, you know, just let you know, like, there's going to be other guys in here. It's going to be weird. You're in your boxers. It's okay with us. But, like, one of the things you can do to help you feel a little more confident, name your dick. I said, for real? I said, yeah. I named my dick John Henry that day.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I named my
1: dick John Henry. And uh, and I got very comfortable showering. I got very comfortable showering. Wow. And then I went to an all-boys Catholic high school and I got uncomfortable again. Really? Oh, they had hogs. They had, like, legit hogs. Really? Dude. And they had hair. I was showering in JV football, so the oldest kid was ninth grade, right? <laughs> I go to into ninth grade, and now I'm sh- showering with like seniors, Ooh. and they were men, they were grown men with Ooh, cocks, yeah. And I had a penis, like I I saw the penis. They had yeah. cocks. Wow. And I remember I remember, I remember
0: broken your heart. Uh, panic. It was more panic. Yeah, panic. It was like panic. Oh. Like
1: I was the same size as Th- Thompson and Drew. We were all like roughly just boys, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then you go in and you see like hairy, cocks, and they. This is. I don't, do you remember this, the, the showers? I just had the the one sprout, like the one mushroom with all the spigots on it, and you'd, and so everyone was showering around at one pole. And so it was like eight dudes around one pole showering, yeah. so everyone's looking at each other's dicks, I almost remember. like an octopus.
0: That's insane they did that. I, and the yeah. only thing to block you from seeing the person's dick was that pole. That
1: one pole, but then you're looking at dicks all over here, oh. and then dudes would piss on you, and you're like, oh, fuck, what am I, how am I, I think I'm getting sexually assaulted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember that very distinctly
0: Dude, I, oh man, I was so scared to go anywhere where they had um, Where everybody had to be like naked and stuff, you know I was like, I think it was very unnerving it, that's Look it. At it That's it, yeah, were you really? Yeah, I think so, man It was also like really, I remember like What are we talking about, the first penis we ever saw? No. First
1: penises I ever saw, first penis I ever saw where I went Okay, that's bigger than mine. Wow, was Jeff Hartley? Wow, and I, was, I remember. And still Did you is. tell him? Uh, no, but but he knew. He knew. Oh, he he knows to this day. And by the that's way, the he's worst, he's man. the only one watching this. Going, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna clip this out and send it around to our friends. They'll be like, hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but dude, we had. Uh, oh, I remember. I've told this story before, but we had a fella. Somebody got a hot tub in our town, right? Yeah, and we'd never. I mean, no one even um, could imagine it, right? Yeah. So we go over there at somebody's birthday party, this fella Little William. And it was his birthday, and some guy who got invited there was older than us. <laughs> so we're all in the hot tub just being children. I mean, we were young, you know, probably 10 or 11. Yeah. And this other fella, uh, this other fella, CJ was his name. Anyway, he's under the water, and he'd been pleasuring himself, and we didn't know. hmm so he stands up and just starts, like, spewing out into the thing.
1: Oh, that's so unfair. And, bro,
0: we'd never seen it. We didn't know what was happening, right? Yeah. And little William grabbed, thought something was ha- like his, like he was leaking out of his body. He was just going <laughs> to keep. He applied first aid. He was like,
1: I said a turn again. Yes. Someone call 911. 100%.
0: Bro, he put two. he put two hands on I mean, this kid was big, dude. This yeah. kid had probably won a title belt doing something. And he was just, he put two hands on it. And then the, the big guy punched him in the neck, bro. Ooh. And I always felt so bad for that kid. Like, just how do you, all those first moments at once, you see the ejaculate and then you try to help and then you get fucking punched And now in it's the in neck. the water,
1: so it's coming up on your, do you remember when oh. you jerk off in the tub and then you didn't realize that, the cum would just get on your chest hairs yeah. and it would like press it this way. So it looked like you'd put gel on your stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember the first time, <laughs> like when you first started jerking off, what was your move? Uh, Cause like mine was, mine was to like rub it like this.
0: Oh, against your stomach? Yeah. Like put it oh, on my wow. stomach and
1: then rub it like this.
0: And then, wow. Almost like a clitoris.
1: Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. Like but, a- yeah. Exactly. Wow. And then. And then oh. I realized, I realized, like, I remember watching movies and they were like, hey. And then, I, like, one day I kind of put pen to paper. Like, getting and all was, Italian. They, with they it. go, like, they go, oh, you know, he's in there jerking off. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I guess this is the move for jerking off. But I didn't know. And then one day I went, I did it. And I went, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's why they're doing this, because they do it to their dicks. And it's so much more efficient. Yeah. And I was like, no, oh, that's that's all I'm going to do it from now on.
0: Then you're, suddenly you're just walking around town and playing hey. songs. <laughs>
1: Guys, I'm alive. I'm alive. I used to think jerking off was gay.
2: Wow, And I kind of
1: came to terms with being gay because I was like, I can't quit. Yeah. I was like, I guess I'm gay. I guess if this is gay, I'm gay as fuck. (laughs) I'm I'm fucking the gayest dude in town because I'm jerking off at least once a day. Oh,
0: damn, bro. (laughs) That's insane, man. Yeah. That's when there were
1: rumors about gays. Oh. So you didn't know. You were like, I guess I'm getting AIDS. Yeah. Because AIDS was on 2020, and they didn't tell you how you got AIDS. They told you. Mm-mm, they just told you gay guys were getting it, Ooh. and I'm jerking off like fucking three times a day. Going, fuck, I'm Ugh. getting AIDS. I remember going down to my dad and going, "Do you think this is AIDS?" Wow, and he was like, "Huh?" I was this close. To going, I'm jerking off a lot. Okay, I'm gay. <laughs> just on in 2020, they said to us that we're getting AIDS. And so, do you think I have AIDS? I remember thinking because they were it was uh, it was uh, carcinoma in your skin. It was like skin cancer. Oh yeah smokers' little yeah, yeah.
0: smokers' freckles. They used to call them. Yeah, and so uh, my dad's like, "You don't have AIDS."
1: I was like, are you sure? And he's like, I'm 100% certain you don't have AIDS. Wow. He's like, are, is there something I need to know about you? And I was like, uh, I never mind. Wow. I <laughs> almost told him I jerked off twice. Oh, the first time it ever happened, first time it ever mm-hmm. happened, I was, uh, I'll save the names for where I was, but I was in a pool and there was a, a hose with a gun on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I just shot my dick and then all of a sudden it was just You shot the hose
0: at your wiener? At my dick underwater. Underwater. Yeah, it feels that's a good oh, that's a good thing.
1: By the way, I did that I did that when I was like forty-five randomly. I was in a pool mm-hmm. and I was like and I had a hose and I just I just randomly just sprayed my balls to see if it felt good. Forty
0: five. Dude. Holds up. Still cool, it's Still <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> does you does this close to jerking off in my pool? Oh. <laughs> In your own pool? own
1: pool? I was like, oh, come on, man. I can't do that to my family. <laughs> my fucking wife comes out of the pool. Her hair is over to the side like <laughs> something about Mary. I'm like, sorry. No, but uh, I remember jerking off in that pool. Or not jerking off, but masturbating with the hose in the pool. Yeah. I'm going to go pick up someone at the airport. And I almost it was, and I had my first orgasm. I'd had, I'd had wet dreams as a kid. I didn't know what they were, but I'd had wet dreams. And I, and I knew they were like the best dreams. I was always riding horses in those dreams. Mm. And so... I almost said to my dad, "I had the Imagine craziest that. thing happen to me today, dude." Every so, what
0: you're saying though, the uh, I'm sorry, I'm stuck on that horse thing, please. And you just what? I would be riding
1: horses, and 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 then I'd have a wet dream. I'd have an orgasm, like first grade through third grade. Okay, it was, I'd have wet dreams, and it was always me riding horses. And then Theo, mm-hmm. I rode a horse at full sprint. Was there anything in
0: your butt you feel like, or it was just? Mm-mm. It was just,
1: it was like a vibration, like a, and then I'd be riding a horse, Mm -hmm. riding a horse, and then I just, I just have a a wet dream. Not wet dream, it was just a, it was a nocturnal emission, but it wasn't like, like like it was just an orgasm while you sleep.
0: But what is it like? Is it like, I'm going to, tell me, like. Well,
1: it's funny because I really, it was just me on a horse, just riding a horse. Okay. And then. And then all of a sudden I'd be riding the horse and, and I, would, I would, my dick would be hard. I was a kid and I'd just be like, oh, uh, well, and then boom, it would hit and I would wake up Oh yeah, and like, that was fucking, I need to get a horse. Yeah, like, <laughs> I need to get a horse ASAP. Rich Yeah, yeah just... Black Stallion came out where the kid was riding on the beach. I was oh. like, luckiest kid in the
0: fucking world. That kid just, just skeeting just all over. Just blowing loads all over a horse. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You know, losing your hair, it's, it's alarming to a man because you've had your hair your whole life. And people don't turn it in. There's not a lost and found for your hair where you can go over there and rummage through the strands and through the dirty barrettes and get your hairs back. They just drift into the ether. Well, you need to take care of your hair and there are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. And Keeps offers both of them. Keeps has a network of expert medical advisors prescribers, and care specialists to support you in making your hair goals a reality. No more dreaming about hair. No more fantasizing about sideburn. Remember, prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash theo to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash T-H-E-O to get your first month free. Keeps dot com slash Theo. You know, sometimes people are smacking their gum and you say, hey, 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 Eddie, hey, Belinda, quit smacking your gum. Well, sometimes people might be smacking on a blue chew. And at that way, they're smacking their way up to a strong meat up to decent body, up to, you know, prominent wiener. That's what they do. Blue Chew, if you don't like swallowing pills, no problems here. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. They're chewable. They are the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. It's an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor. No awkward conversations. Yep, that's true. And here's a special deal for you to get that good meat. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Theo at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code T-H-E-O to receive your first month free. Take care of your body. Get that wiener stout, baby. And then, and then I rode a horse
1: as an adult. I rode a horse for Travel Channel at full sprint.
0: I wonder if I remember this or not.
1: Um, I was. We were in Texas. We were running uh, Buff uh, Buffalo through Texas, and they brought me out and they got me. And I got real comfortable on a horse. Mm-hmm. And then the guy John, I forget his last name. John was the he ran the. He ran. And he was homosexual. Farm. No, no, he was not. He, oh, he was a fucking stud. He was a yeah. stud. I mean, not saying that you can't be stud and gay, but like you can be a stud and gay.
0: Now there's very there's like really I think gangster fucking gay dudes. You Dude, know.
1: I mean, nowadays like, you can't like I think kids are growing up with such fluidity that I don't think they see gay the way we saw it when we were kids. Don't. You know, they do They just are like, no, you fall in love with the person. <clears throat> um, but but uh, he. This guy, John, said, why don't you take her a, and let her loose? And, and I, I'd never really ra- ridden a horse at full sprint. Fuck. It is, it is. dare I say, better than average sex. It's way better than average sex. Like, great sex is hard to beat, but just, you know, run-of-the-mill sex, mm-hmm. like sober, morning pound-one-out sex. There's a moment <laughs> when you're riding a horse so there's like three speeds. Okay. There's a uh, a walk. There's a gallop, and then mm-hmm. there's a canter, and then there's a run. Gallops a little painful. It's just like ba boom ba boom ba boom I've done pa-pum. that. Pa-pum. It really sucks. And then a canter is like da-da-dun-da, da-da-dun-da, da-da-dun-da. And then when you yeah, you get that horse going. There's a moment where you and the horse become one. You become one. The horse. Uh, the energy of the horse takes over your energy Dang. and dictates what you do. And there is a moment where your body and that horse's neck mm. are going at the same. That's me on that horse. That's my horse. Wow. And you're going at the same rate and you're fucking flying. It is the purest joy I've ever had where I, where I wasn't. It's, it's like a roller coaster, but, but even more dangerous because you're like and you're just smiling ear to ear. Mm. And and my hat flew off, my hair's in the wind. Oh. I'm like,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't realize I was super about to get hurt. John's like, slow the fuck down. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I was out of control. I was completely the horse was in control. I wasn't in control. And of did it. a
0: horse's know to stop or keep going?
1: Uh, you, so you got to stop with your your legs, your uh. legs, your ass. You gotta oh. put your ass into the back of the horse so he knows, hey, we're done. Because if he doesn't, if he feels you up in the stirrups, he's like, yeah, bitch, let's open this shit up. Wow. This is what I was meant to do. Wow. This is my natural speed. The way I drink at airports is the way horses run. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you see me at a full clip at an airport and they're like, another one? I go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in gallop mode, baby. That is the way a horse fucking, rah. like, I mean, just fucking show a horse running show at full it. speed. It's so beautiful and you'll see what I'm talking about the neck does this mm. and you get into this symbiotic moment with your horse where you become one it's the coolest thing to have an animal with half a ton between your legs mm. and just be this that's a, that's a car oh oh no they're doing a horse okay
0: does it make you does it give you any sort See okay
1: so that's like a that's a canter okay and then do you see the way mm. the neck yes. kind of just look at the neck and then you're going up, the next going down, and then you guys meet back up again oh. at the same place. Oh. It's almost like it really is the best rhythmic. No feet on the ground. No feet on the ground. You're just flying. Oh my God. This is what a horse is meant to do. Anything against this is against that animal. A horse is meant to run at full speed. That's why, it's, it's why marriage just doesn't make sense to me at times. Yeah. It's for not for me because it is because I'm I'm out to pasture. I'm an old horse. Do you uh, think so? I like to run, but like my running's internally. <sighs> like like last night, sex with my wife was fucking insane, you did it? dude. My wife and I got into that moment, no into way. that fucking.
0: <sighs> were you on the back
1: or the bottom or what? I was on the bottom. I was on the bottom. Wow! But she was like Leanne was playful, fun. She was drunk, mm-hmm. playful, fun, crazy, fucking, and there was a moment where you're just. You're both moving at the right times. Yes, but like for some guys, I've had some, some of that before. Some guys, some guys meant are meant to sprint. Some guys are meant to. My buddy Croy, he was meant to sprint. He was meant to be out there. That's his way. His brain
0: works. He just can't stop doing sex out there with strangers. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, oh, women that he dates yeah, when, or yeah,
1: women that he dates. I mean, he's oh. dead now. So, but uh. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but it's because he was a fucking horse. Everyone wanted him to be a fucking pony. And he was a fucking, so, I mean, I don't know. Look, I love the guy. I miss him a ton. But some guys are fucking sprinters. You know, don't try to fucking, I used to have a bit about it, about how women catch horses. Mm-hmm. Know, maybe it's misogynistic now. but They they catch you and then they, you know, like, because you, catch cause you. You're just like running on top of mountains. Just going, mm-hmm. lightning striking. And then these settlers just staring up at the mountain going, I'm going to get me that horse. Yeah. And then they come up with a bag of carrots. Carrots are blowjobs. And they're like, you probably heard this joke before. And they're like, hey, come here. And you're like, I like blowjobs. Oh, like, yeah. ah, <laughs> and then when they pet you, so when you the really interesting thing about horses. So horses are, like this is kind of crazy. This blew me away. But horses are are out in pasture. Like when you go when I every morning I had to have to go get my horse. And my horse would be in a fucking field. Uh uh-uh. And so I <clears throat> you have to go get your horse.
2: And you
0: whistle or you just go over yeah. there?
1: Hey boy. Hey, boy. And they like it. And, and you bring like a carrot or an apple, and mm-hmm. he'd be he like. Er. They don't know they're getting caught, right? Yeah. They don't want to be caught. And he just comes over, and the way you catch a horse is you throw a rope over his neck. Just throw a rope a, a, a rope over his neck. Boom, he's yours. Wow. And my wife did that to me. Just threw a rope over my neck. I didn't even know I was caught. <laughs> I didn't even know I was caught. Next thing I got, I got two kids, <laughs> fucking five mortgages. <laughs> I'm caught man I can't run anywhere That's true huh? Well, yeah, you're done I'm done
0: I'm cool with it I'm cool with it Was there a point Where you ever thought Like hey I, If I'm gonna get If I'm gonna get back out there I gotta get back out there now
1: mm-hmm. wow. I remember that moment We were on the beach Wow We are on the beach And she said Hey She dumped me and, uh, and I knew very acutely that I needed her in my life. Mm. And so I, I won her back. I, I made like a mixtape. <laughs> I made a mixtape. I wrote a letter. Yeah. I cried in my, in my shower. I cried in my car. I cried everywhere. Yeah. Went on a run up Runyon. I was coming down outpost by Beniflex Old House. And, uh, and the sun was setting, it had just rained, and I said to God, this is what we were talking about earlier, and this is a hint on who I want on my podcast. I said to God, if you give me this woman, I won't fuck it up, I won't cheat on her, I won't misbehave, I won't like, I'll follow whatever, I'll be a good man, I'm, I'm, I'll am i learn, I'll go to therapy, I'll do all the shit you need me to do to be like the guy she wants. Mm-hmm. And I got back to my, uh, my house, and she was sitting on my bed in a sundress. No. I swear to God, and I went, ooh, you're fucking listening. I was like, mm, careful what you wish for, right? I was like, because then you're like, so we talked. Right. We go to dinner out at like some place in Malibu. I have a panic attack at dinner. I was just telling my daughter this the other day. And and then we went to the beach. We went out to Zuma at mm, night. Yeah. Went out to Zuma, sat there. And she said, I'll take you back. But I need to know that this is going to be real. Like that, that we could, like this is going to lead to something. And I remember that that moment. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's the natural horse instinct where you go, yeah. Like, wait, do I, should I run? Should I run or just stay here with the carrots and the petting? And I was like, and I, and I thought to myself, I, if I walk away, there's other. There, there'll be another chick. Is that is the hopes of that better than this? Mm. And I thought about it, and I was like, nope. This is the best thing I can get in my head. That mm-hmm. sounds cheap, but this is the best thing I uh, that's ever come in my way. Like, just a good person. Right, like, I don't want to miss this. Yeah, she was like, she's, all the things you you could ever say about, I, I'd ever say about my wife. The one thing I know about my wife is she's a good person. Mm-hmm. She she cares about me. And she cares about, like, she's selfless. Like, real selfless. Like, I, I'm pretty self-centered. I said to the girls the other day, I said, you know, I bust my ass on the road. For you guys. And Leanne goes, no, you don't. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you don't. I don't think Bert, Bert, Bert has anything to do with anybody else. She goes, it's you. <laughs> she goes, you're... Cause I was supposed to not work in December and then I got offered Alaska and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do Alaska. She's like, you're doing that for you. You're not, you're not like winning Christmas presents. You're doing it cause it's an arena in Alaska and you want to go snowboarding for a week. And I was like, oh yeah, I do this all for me. She's like, it's all about you. You're not doing red rocks for us. You're doing it for you. You do pot. Like, like I'm fucking, she's taking the dog to the vet. She's like, you want to go? I was like, oh, I gotta go to work, but I want to be here with you. Cause you're, you made me laugh. So like, I'm like, it's all about me. She does nothing for her. She yeah. does everything for us. Wow. And so, and I, so you and I think, need that teammate. She's, oh, she's your yeah, yeah.
0: partner in crime. She's my lab partner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So she's my Hillary Clinton. Yeah.
0: yeah man, that's a bad example. <laughs> uh, but she's hotter than Hillary, though. Yeah, way hotter. It's um, a good hint. Yeah, what else is going on? I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. I've just seen you on social media, and you've been so busy, man. It's crazy. I was going to name my tour the relapse tour. No. Yeah.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. I got a lot of shit for that. Did you? Yeah. Cause I've never been in recovery. Oh. So some people are pretty sensitive about that. Oh
0: yeah. I can see that movie. <laughs> and so, I was yeah. So jealous.
1: No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was, I just was, uh, cause I started the birdie boy tour and then, um, and then it got canceled because of COVID. And then I did the, uh, I did the drive in movie theaters and, and I, I love that one. Hot summer nights is a great, I love that title of that branding. I love the, the, everything the, the bus, what it looked like. It was so fun. It was so kind of like 1980s bright colors and then when they were like, "Hey, you got to rename your new tour," but you got to let them know that their tickets are still valid for the old tour. And, you know, some people were like, uh, "One for the road" or "Back about," you know, whatever. And I just thought, "Oh, relapse would be great," not thinking that there are that recovery is a pretty serious thing. And there were some people that were upset. They're like, "Hey man, it's no fucking joke." And I was like, mm, <laughs> "They're all jokes to me. <laughs> you should hear what I really joke about." <laughs> I was being serious on that one. <laughs> wow. No, no, I've never done. <laughs> I've never done the whole recovery thing. And uh yeah, did you
0: ever think about it cuz you go pre- yeah. I mean you go pretty hard, you know. Yeah, I think
1: about it all the time. Yeah. I mean the problem I have is uh the problem I have is that what happens is when I feel like I'm going too hard there's this internal kind of uh metronome in me that goes it's time to slow down. It's time to you got let's let's do a couple nights off. Let's you know and not the way like a regular person would drink, go like we'll just drink on weekends, you know, and I'll be like I'll just I won't drink Monday, Tuesday, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like this is going to sound this is going to be the most horrific statement you'll ever hear me sound on a podcast. Trust me. But like, or, or you'll go, let's, let's not drink on private jets. You know, like that's like, if you're buying a private jet to get yourself to work, maybe you should use that as that really expensive uh, plane ticket as a time to uh, recovery and, and work hard and read a script and not just. Party your fucking dick off like I have the whole time I've ever gotten private jet. I get on a private jet and I'd be like, if I'm paying thirteen thousand, thirty thousand, whatever I'm paying for a flight, I'm partying my fucking dick off. Yeah. We're eating edibles. Yeah. We're fucking Xanax. Like, brother. yeah, I'm gonna fucking get fucking wasted. Oh, dude. And then and then I started going, no, I should probably not do that. I should probably use this as a time to work on my business because yeah. it's a business expense technically. So yeah, so so but I always think about it. I think about. There's a hint of who my podcast guest would be. I think about, I was just the Vatican, and I think about, I I, I, I had this epiphany. Everyone has their God, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Rogan's God, I'm not speaking on behalf of Joe, but, like, from my perspective, from the outside perspective, his God is anti-aging, mm-hmm. right? Like, so everyone's worried about death. So what are you going to do about death to make you feel better when you wake up in the morning? Well, for Rogan, it's taking care of himself. It's working out hard uh staying sharp reading listening to audiobooks and, and and so it's all the anti-aging shit he does d- polar plunged uh sauna uh stem cells uh, d- uh um walking hyperbaric chambers
0: yeah thinking
1: yeah walking and thinking are in there but and so that's his god yeah right uh Segura's god is money and nice things and blood doping whatever Suguru's into yeah. I don't really know Ari's god is drugs is is mushrooms and psychedelics and molly. The shadows. And, yeah, and 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 and, and dark. Oh, traveling. Yeah. So like everyone's got their God. Mystery. And then some people we know that growing up, their God is really God. They believe in God. Yeah. And that's the thing that gets them through their day, is they take a minute and pray. And then I was like, I was like, well and so like all our friends that don't believe in the real god don't believe in God, but do their own God. I go, what if I just added a little bit of real God to me? Like what if I tried to find what if I legit, what if I legit was, like, open to faith? hmm Like, open to, like, maybe something, maybe, because t- I was at the Vatican, and I have, like, I have all the, the like, the crosses and the the medals for the saints, I believe. The march. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I genuinely love your brain I love your brain You make me giggle so fucking hard Oh thanks man Dude, You made me you're, laugh too for I've been time. so much time, this morning For the longest time And I'm time. trying to
0: stay off vaping so Are you really?
2: Yeah
1: Really?
0: Jesus brother You know how many people Women are vaping? Men? Uh, yeah Children? I mean whole families Are laying in their bed at night Fucking Clouds suck. of smoke Yeah Leaving you chimneys People it, think it's like That it's just a warm home inside Or, it's looks, just.
1: or they think that uh, Someone opened a mummy's casket <laughs> And the curse got passed on everyone <sighs> Yeah, I uh, I never vaped. Oh, it's, I mean vape marijuana, but get out of there. there.
0: Um, okay, so what else happened? So I'm in the
1: Vatican, and I'm like,
0: it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Mm. It's uh, we snuck a little thing of salamis in there too when we went. For real? Yeah, and just nibbling on it. Yeah, because no food. Summer sticks, you know. Bring up that summer sausage,
1: dude. Summer sausage is good. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a deceptive name, too. Yes. Summer sausage. Rogan gave me some summer sausage. Oh,
0: it's so good, man. Bring up a stick of that. God, it's good. And they you know, did that
1: with elk. He gave, he gave me a summer sausage ooh, with elk.
0: Fuck. And I didn't know what it was. I tried to cook it, and I was like, I don't think this needs to be cooked. Damn, a huge... I feel like if you ch- you bite into that, a warp zone will open up in your local butcher shop, dude. That shit sounds <sighs> insane, huh? But look, yeah, we would I nibble on that. that while we were walking through there. We got a couple at ease.
1: I couldn't even have a water. You couldn't? I don't think so
0: because I think they don't want people watering down the art or watering down that's the statues. It. Yeah, because we did
1: the whole tour, like we did Sistine Chapel, all the artwork, and then yeah, I don't think we had any, we could have anything to drink, and then at the end we were fucking starving. We were fucking starving, and we're buying and we're buying uh, merch. <laughs> they do sell merch like that. Like <laughs> that's, it, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. They, I was we were buying merch, and uh, and George and I were like, I'm about to eat my fucking flip flop, and yeah. I was like, yeah, let's. Let's go get something to eat. And so we went to we had a really shitty actually lunch. And we went, went to we like got, a pizza place or yeah. something. Yeah, but yeah but it wasn't
0: even a, good pizza. Yeah, that's the worst. It's that's one of the worst things about being a tourist in another country. Everything looks like it's perfect because of the setting. Yeah. And then you realize that you're at like, you know, just some kind of just run at a mill joint. You drank, went to Italy? I drank perfectly in Italy. Oh wow. Perfectly.
1: I mean, so here's my thing with drinking. If I if I day drink, it fucks me up. I can't day drink really. So like I can only drink. I, I need to have. That's why the road works well for me because I don't have my first drink till like midnight. Oh wow! And yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll drink midnight till two. Whenever mm-hmm. a bus call is, maybe have a pop on the bus. Not lately because I have acid reflux. So usually you just have a couple of drinks, you know, after the show, two or three drinks, and then on the bus go to sleep. Maybe hit a vape pen, let a joint, go to bed, and and I'm out. Listen to a podcast. I'm out, and then wake up the next day a little late, but I don't drink the whole fucking day. So that's really good for me. Because day drinking, if I—that's why I don't drink on jets or, or I drink on planes. Because I, if I day drink on a plane, then it goes out throughout the day, and then that really puts a dent on your on your on your wellness. Like you just feel like shit. Your sweat smells like piss. You're shaky.
0: Your piss like, smells like sweat.
1: No, your sweat smells like piss too. Both and, of them. Yeah, both of them.
0: I mean, when you're in, my ter-
1: balls smelled. I drank all day yesterday. Yeah. Fucking uh, started at like. Seven.
0: So you just did it.
1: Yeah, yesterday. But I, I but I, wore, I busted my ass in the gym today, so it got it out of me. Yeah. But uh, my balls smelled the worst anyone's mm. balls have ever smelled in their entire life. Mm. When I got in the shower to come here, I took a little dab and sniff, and I was like, Whew, that's worse than armpits. Oh. That's fucking." And that was that was booze. Dude, so, how yeah.
0: jealous do you think the front the the how jealous do you think the back of your balls are of the front of your balls, dude? <laughs>
1: Well, the back of your balls hang out with your asshole. The front of your balls hangs out with your dick. Yeah. I'd much rather hang out with a dick than an asshole.
0: Me too. Imagine us being back there. It's like living in the slums. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) It's like a.
1: It's like. It's like. uh, I'm trying to think of two comics. One a dick and one's an asshole. Who would you want (laughs) to hang out with?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to say a name. Maybe Dice and. uh...
1: (laughs) Wait, which is Dice?
0: Uh, I mean, you can put either way probably. Dice can be a dick, but that's also his brand, though.
1: Yeah, but it's like an ironic dick. Right, right. Oh, I like, see. He, yeah, he's that. an ironic. Like he's a, he's he's just who likes much being much. a
0: dick. Jeselnik kind of is he a dick? I don't know. No. He's just kind of morose.
1: I think he's just quiet. I think he's just a. I think Jeselnik is like a. Jeselnik like Segura. They don't need to talk to people. I need to talk to people. Oh. I have to talk to people. I'm gonna stand outside.
0: Oh, Tom doesn't. He's kind of. He can do his own thing, huh?
1: He could not speak for the rest of his life, I think, other than on stage, and he'd be very happy. Wow. He does not need to speak. Like he does not. I get into a car with someone, and I am chitty, chatty, Kathy, yeah. the whole ride. Yeah, you're really, you like to be alive. I love being alive. It's like my favorite part of being alive is loving that you're alive. Right. Like, if you just kind of go, I'm alive, you know. There's times where I'm, you know, there's times where I am I wake up and I'm rough. This is when we're, when we're talking about, like, the recovery brain of, like, man, what, what, what should I do? And then I think the difference is I wake up and if i feel a little down, a little depressed, maybe a little hungover, maybe a little shaky from partying too hard, i go you have two options today. You can lose today. You can lose it. You you're, you're allowed to. You're allowed to take a Xanax, tap out, get back in bed. Crank up the AC, throw on Netflix, put it on a Spanish-speaking cooking show, and just go to sleep. For the whole day, you can do that. Or you can choose to win the day where you get up, you have a coffee, you barrel through it, you go to the gym, you work out, and you just ignore that voice in your head that goes, hey, man, we're not going to be able to do this today. You go, I'm not listening to you today. I chose to seize the day and, and 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 knowing for me, knowing that I have that tap out of like, hey, we can call it a day. We can wake up and call it a day, make a breakfast sandwich, eat a Xanax, watch mm. Netflix, crank up the AC, blackout curtains, sleep, wake up at eight and have a cocktail with your wife and have a great fucking day. We can do that. Or we can push through the day. We can get up early. We can go have a coffee. We can have a treat, maybe a little bit of Instagram, a treat, you know, a little. Yeah. And then get in the gym, push through it piss sweat mm. in the sauna in the polar plunge and you will feel better you will feel i promise you you will feel better
0: and what do you choose i always choose the f-
1: the, the one where i work out i always choose it i have choosed i've chosen xanax before i have right i have my wife always knows it and she's like mm, it's so funny i thought you were different than that but you just gotta you gotta choose to not listen to that voice in your head that's going
0: this is, we can't do this man this is too hard like you've ever gotten up well i Go ahead. I think that's where some people struggle with like alcoholism. I think that voice, it's not even sometimes about the drugs and alcohol. It's just about that voice the next day and how much it like haunts them or like how much it like the drugs and alcohol fuel whatever the negative feelings. Like it just, it's such a gasoline on those thoughts and feelings.
1: Do you ever feel like, do you ever feel like maybe, and by the way, we don't have to keep this in if you don't want to, but do you ever feel like, I always wonder with you, because I know you're sober, do you ever feel like, maybe there was just aspects of your sobriety maybe there was aspects of your partying that should never have been included yeah like cocaine yeah like that should never have been in your mix right and you should have never been introduced to it and had you never been introduced to it you may be able to have a few beers with people i'm not saying that I'm, by the way i'm not i'm not oh totally. I, I want you to i want your happiness no you i are,
0: think about that every day
1: you are you are a joy to listen to uh, literally honestly a treat when you come up i i, I mean i'm i'm I, it's funny who your kids like, right? Like Georgia just thinks you are fucking the cat's pajamas. You make her giggle so oh, hard. Isla's a big Tim Dillon fan. <laughs> that makes sense, <laughs> right? And Tim so, Dillon's great, though, but too. like I don't want to fuck with either you or Tim's sobriety. But do you ever think that way? Oh like, yeah. Cocaine, I can't do it. It fucks me up so bad that I want to quit everything. Yeah. I go fuck it. It's like the next day off of cocaine, I'm literally, um, I'm literally waiting for the stroke to hit. I'm going like it's coming right now. It's yeah. coming right now. Why did I do this? Why yeah. did I do this to myself? Yeah, it's like um,
0: that no whammies, like that game show. Yeah, yeah. no
1: whammies. No whammies. It's a heart Stop. attack. God damn it, my heart's racing. Yeah. It's the oh, dumbest dude, fucking drug. Co-
0: yeah, cocaine's just insane, man. I, if I'd have never found cocaine, yeah, I'd never had any problem with anything else.
2: Isn't that crazy? So
0: sometimes I think maybe at some point I would just not do cocaine, but yeah, it's, I mean, But it leads to it. Yeah, that's the problem. Is it's
1: once you once you find out you can once you find out you can just turn around in the median and go the other direction on the highway it's really hard to not do that every time yeah <laughs> like if you never knew if you never knew you couldn't do that yeah
0: when people were like yeah wh- i i and then i realized why i never even super enjoyed drinking because cocaine you i like i can get messed up right now right now and marks get go you know what i'm saying it, it really does it, it really
1: is so it, Mark, much better now. than a shot it's Ugh. just like it's like and I remember the first time I ever did cocaine. I was in New Orleans, and uh, and my buddy had a rock, and he had a screen of a. Uh, Damn,
0: this makes me want to touch my fucking dick. Even hearing about it.
1: He told me one of my best friends, to this day, one of my best friends, and uh, he said I, we were looking for uh, ecstasy, and he said I don't have any ecstasy, and I said but you're partying, right? And he was like, I am. We're same age, uh, and he goes, I, I.
0: And what did he look uh, like? A white
1: guy, really good-looking guy, mm. more Italian, more look- mm. like uh, Michelangelo. Um, you know, you know, Michelangelo's name wasn't Michael Angelo.
0: It was in one word. It was one word, was Michelangelo, Mi- and,
1: and it was, and that was part of a bigger name. I thought it was Michael Angelo, not like Michelangelo P. uh Mussolini. That's uh, a black Italian, I think. If it's the full one, yeah, <laughs> Michelangelo. Yeah. Michelangelo. It's amazing. There aren't more Michelangelos. Anyway. He he said I have cocaine, and I said I said you I remember going you do you do cocaine and he goes I I yeah we do cocaine, he was like and I was like, is it safe? And he was like, yeah, it's totally safe. He goes, here's the deal. Look me in the eyes and he said, it's really good, and it could become a problem. Mm. And he goes, and it it has for friends like, trust me. And I was like, well, what should I do? And he goes, I, I, he goes, I'm, you got to make that decision on your own. So I went up to my buddy who I was looking for XC with uh-huh. and I said, We can't get X C, but we can get cocaine. And he was like he's like, I'll do it. And I was like I was like, I've never done it. And he goes, It's it's pretty good. And I was like, Really? And he was like, Yeah. So we went back, I said, I'll I'll do some. Yeah. Didn't have to buy it. He just gave us, you know, I grew up with a kid, and he shaved it off of the screen of like a window. It was a wow. screen. It was a screen that was on like a a tilt, so it was
0: like two oh, sticks yeah. with
1: a screen that went like this, and it was maybe this big. That's
0: carpenter's cut, dude. He, that shit is good. He shaved
1: it off of that, and it oh. feathered down. And he cut a line, and uh, he said, "Snort half of that with one with your nose." And I snorted the whole thing with one nostril. Yeah. And he goes, "That that's, I think you're good." And I went, okay, and Theo immediately Mm -hmm. from this tooth over and this tooth over Mm -hmm. went ice numb, the whole side of my face. And Mm -hmm. I went, I was like, whoo, I felt whoo. And my first thought was, I I remember I could walk outside Mm -hmm. and rip a tree out of the ground Mm -hmm. and carry it around tonight, but I'm so smart that I won't do that Mm -hmm. because if they see me with a tree, they'll go, he's on cocaine.
2: Mm -hmm. So
1: I'm not ripping trees out. And then I was like, I think I'm going to need to do the other nose because this side isn't numb. And he was like, okay, just a little one. Oh, and damn. he gave me another line, and I did the other side. And this tooth went, sing. I mean, I could hear it go, sing, uh, and it went yeah. all the way over there. And I said, uh, I looked at my buddy, who ah. oh, I won't say his name, the buddy I was partying with. Ron. And uh, close. And okay. so I said to our other friend, I said, I think I think we're going to go down to the, the uh, Bourbon Street. And he was like, okay. He's like, oh. he's like, no cell phones. He was like, we'll see you later. And I was like, great and I looked at my buddy and I said, let's go have some fun. We took a little bit of pouch with us and we had one of the most exciting nights of our lives and 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 maybe, I don't even think we did any more co- cocaine throughout the night, I think we maybe did a key bump, maybe, yeah. but I, I don't think we did any more. And we had the greatest fucking night of our life and then that night went back, passed out in my truck, woke up when the sun was coming up with the most acutely searing anxiety attack. <laughs> I've ever had in my life, and we had an eight ball left that my buddy gave me for to take home, and and we had to drive you to take home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I took the eight ball, I put it in my Cherokee. <laughs> we drove from New Orleans yeah. to Tallahassee, and all my brain did was like, I heard my brain. You know, you got regular brain where you go, hey, maybe we should pull over and get McDonald's, and your little regular brain, regular little guy you've been with your whole life. And then you go, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And he's like, I just thought I'd put it right up, bring it up. Yeah. And so I get in the car and Little Brain's like, dude, we still have that cocaine, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I put it in the, it's in the middle. And he's like, are you sure that's a good idea? And then the, all of a sudden this, this fucking anxiety voice goes... What the fuck? Are we traveling with cocaine? Dude, we're going to fucking jail. What the fuck? You need to pull over right now. You need to hide that in one of your bags. Either that or do it. We got to do cocaine. That'll make the drive so much better. And I was like, should we get food? And he's like, fuck that. We've got iron stomach. We can't get our dick hard and we can't shit. Let's drive. Drive. It was like Sam Sam Kinison was in my head. And man, I I tell you very candidly, I haven't got rid of that voice forever. That's why I don't fuck around with cocaine is that fucking voice. The next day, all that fun that was, it's not worth it to hear that guy. Yeah. Just, we better get out of bed. You're on blood pressure medicine. What the fuck (laughs) did we do last night?
0: And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, I've needed mental health uh, therapy. Good God, I've needed it. Hell, I, if, 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 If mental health therapy, if they had a swim team, I would join it because I'll damn backstroke in my own feelings all day. If you need help or mental health therapy or considering it, better help might be the solution. That's right. Find a therapist that can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Better help is convenient. It is accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. I've needed better help. I wasn't doing well. I was driving, and I was not doing well and driving, and I pulled over and got help right there. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash T H E O to get ten percent off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Theo. You know, it's impossible to cancel subscriptions. You know, I had a subscription to something, I don't remember what it was. It was a um a cane company, walking canes and candy canes. One month they send you a walking cane and next month they send you a sugar cane. So you was eat, you know, getting sweet and you were um, you know, taking care of a limp or something or helping a senior. But damn, it's impossible to cancel the subscription. So I got canes showing up everywhere. It's just it's it's gotten ridiculous. It's just it's not fair to have to cancel everything and they make it so hard. They trick you. they scamming. That's why I love using Rocket Money, formerly known as bill That's right. You can cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash Theo. Seriously, it could save you $100 a year, hundreds. You know, you might have a subscription of this to, could be Netflix or, uh, you know, gummyworms.net or whatever that you don't know. You could have a marshmallow subscription. And you just, your whole mailbox is just all fluffy bunnied out. You can't even get any mail and just nightmares. So you got to take care of yourself and take care of your subscriptions. Rocket Money can help rocketmoney.com slash Theo. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash Theo. Yeah, man, that thing, that, that's the thing. It's like you don't want to fuel that voice because in some people that voice is already kind of a, 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 like animated. Yeah. And so, yeah. And sometimes I
1: think, people are drinking to shut that voice off. Right. And, and then and when you sober up, that voice goes, you just hear him wake up like... <laughs> What the fuck did you... You tried to kill me with alcohol last <laughs> night? Oh, welcome to hell, motherfucker. Let's check our dick. We got general warts.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, that voice... That's why Xanax is so great. Xanax. Oh, I never had a, no
0: Xanax. Oh, man. Xanax
1: just grabs him real mm-hmm. quick, like a fucking Gracie grabs his gee and goes like this. Good night, good night. You go to night bed now, and he's like, oh, can't breathe, can't breathe, can't breathe. And then all of a sudden, Xanax comes. You come out of his Xanax, mm-hmm. and you hear that voice, and he's like, he's like, how long have I been out for? And you're like, all right, you're good, man. Just lay there for a little bit. Lay there. Wake up. And he's like, okay. Holy shit, what day is it? And you're like, it's Thursday. And he's like, oh, fuck, what are we doing this weekend? We're like, don't worry about it. We're going to have a drink later tonight. Let's just shut the fuck up. And he's like, whew, dude, I got fucked up last night. What happened? And it's like, because yeah. my whole thing's shutting that voice down. By the way, I'm sure there's someone who runs a recovery center that, right now that's like, oh, Bert needs to go into recovery tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, we need to can't get rid of this podcast. You've just got everyone <laughs> back on cocaine.
0: I don't know, man. Well, these days, also co- cocaine got too dangerous to even do. So it's like funny now. One of the things that keeps me oh. from doing cocaine is cocaine, because it's That's like funny. it's not. It just there's no reliability with it. Like I remember uh, trying to convince somebody, like, oh, this guy gets legit cocaine, and like, where does he get it from? And I'm like, ah, oh, you're right. <laughs> I have no idea. If he does I don't that. know. I don't know. <laughs> like, he drives a fucking Dodge Neon, okay? I'm sure it's good.
1: Dude, look at his fucking line in his hair. He, <laughs> come on. Got some, he has gets good stuff. Some, a look not. at his fingernails. They're pedicures. They're <laughs> pedicures. We're good. You know, yeah. I got some. I have some friends. I won't say their name. I won't say their name, and I hope they're watching, because I want to say their name so bad, because they're comics. But I have some friends I was partying with, and were like, hey, you want to get some cocaine? And I was like, I'm, I'm turning 50 in November. That shit's way out of my fucking. I don't. It's risky. Fuck. It's why there's no reason for me to do it. There's nothing. There's no benefit. Yeah. I, I know. And so I was like, nah.
0: And they got it, and it came with a fentanyl tester. Ooh. Yeah,
1: they're selling fentanyl testers. Now. But
0: how can you test every little gram of it? Can you bring that up? Can we see what that looks like? I don't know. They. I don't know.
1: But I'll tell you, one guy went to the hospital. Wow. Yeah.
0: It's really dangerous. Um. But yeah, for alcoholism, do you think that you're an alcoholic? No. I've been I've, I've run
1: it through the ringer a few times. Dr. Drew's my litmus. Oh yeah. And I've t- I've talked to him about it. He's like you're not an alcoholic. You just drink too much. He's like Al- alcoholism is different. Being powerless to alcohol is different than drinking a lot. Yeah. And I th- I think same with like I mean a Guy like Ron White, I think he was a big drinker. I don't think he was an alcoholic because he just quit. Yeah. I think he was like, you know, same with Nick and Swartzen. Nick Swartzen is just a big, or I don't think Nick drinks anymore, but he was just a big drinker. I don't think he was an hour of powerless to it.
0: He's planning on drinking again.
1: Oh, oh for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, go for him.
0: <laughs> Nick has the best story, dude. Nick's like, bro, I was in Denver.
1: Oh, it, he almost died in Denver. Well, he, Wait, oh, did it? Uh, uh, no, he did tell that. Oh, God. I was just like, here is how <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I could <laughs> like, He was almost died. You know, they, they fucking, they had they put him in hospice. They had a priest come in and go. The priest tried to molest him too. Keep going. Yeah,
0: but still, What do you expect, dude? If you're going in a hospice and you call a priest, dude, somebody better touch your dick. Can you
1: imagine how bad it would be to be have been molested by a priest and then be on your deathbed and a priest walks in? You're like, great, the one thing I've tried to never remember my whole life. Thanks for bringing it up. Why don't you bring in a snake? I'm scared of them too.
0: Oh, my God. Dude, that's got to be so true, man. But Nick was so great. He's like, man, if you drink in Denver, beware of the altitude. He's like, you got to drink water. The altitude will get you. He's like, I was drinking for six weeks at a motel, and uh, the, alti- I'm like, the altitude isn't the issue. It's not the altitude. It's the motel. Once you put the motel in there, yeah, yeah.
1: there's not a lot of questions. There. Yeah. You're leaving you're leaving Colorado.
0: He's like, "Dude, if you're going to drink in Phoenix, man, the cactus is there." Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, did you know there's a lot of cats in Florida? <laughs> yeah. Do you go down to Key West if you're drinking anywhere near the Hemingway house, there are cats, your allergies will kick in and you'll die from drinking. Yeah, you go to the hospital,
0: <laughs> man. Fucking Nick Swords oh, so funny, dude. He's he so a, funny. Hey,
1: see, He's not drinking now. <laughs>
0: No, he's been sober for a while, man. Good for him. But um, he had a couple cities that were like on his on his fear list. But I think that's, well, that's the truth. It's like, you know if you, it's like, and I think Dr. Drew's a great litmus test. He's really, really awesome about all that stuff.
1: If, I'll tell you right now, no one comments on your drinking if you're skinny. When you're fat, and I've been really fat, I kind of still am, that's when you get people showing up. Mm. I had a week where I had three people tell me they were worried about me. But they were just worried about me because I looked like shit. And I was fat. I was 265 pounds. Ooh. I told someone. I told someone the other day. Who was I talking to? I said I was 265 pounds, and he goes 270. I went, no, I was never 270. He goes, yeah, you were. You just didn't know it. Wow. Because once you weigh yourself at 265, going, <laughs> I look good today, mm-hmm. and then you're like 265. That's fucking fat. Well, there's days you were 270, and so uh, I had like three people reach out to me and go, hey man, I'm worried about you. I'm concerned for you. Um, one of them counted. Two of them didn't, mm-hmm. um, not didn't count. But, right, but, I was but like, you're like, how do you know? I was like, you haven't been around me. You just saw me right. one time, and, and you were partying with me. And 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 by the way, you're not my wife. You're not my best friend. Like, if Tommy says to me, I'm worried about you, then I listen, right? But like, so, yeah, but uh, I, I lost my I lost like 20 pounds. And uh, and then nobody said anything. No one said anything lately, yeah. and I'm probably, probably partying just as
0: hard as I always have, you know? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've thought that you were going to die before, yeah. but I think that it's— be- I will die. Yes, so you're going to win that one. But I think it's because um I think it's because you go so hard. Yeah. Like you just have I mean, it's just whatever you've always had. I'm like a lot of it I think is also envy. I'm like how does he keep going he, watching his social media feed is making I'm tired. Like I'll go I'll see three three reels a yours on Instagram and have to and go get a massage. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's like wow how does he keep going
1: i don't know i think it's the thing i, I think uh i don't know i think i'm a little bit of a holic mm-hmm. it's like i'm a i'm a holic of a lot of things but not full-blown like i'm a workaholic i'm a workaholic i'm a workaholic hardcore and i think maybe that's where i put my holism in mm-hmm. is in a, like a healthy place but it's not healthy it, it it pulls from your family and your 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 sense of well-being and your and but like i don't mind being an, a, a workaholic. Because I feel like you only get one, especially now, because you only get one opportunity to shine. So you get an opportunity to sell some tickets. In my opinion, you you better be on the road trying to sell some tickets. If if you if you pop, you know, like if you have a moment and you pop, and people go, I, w- I want to see that. I want to see what that guy's like live. You, they will forget about you. So you you kind of got to go out and be like, I'm I'm here. Um, I, I trust me. I took two and I took two and a, two months off, and I was off social media pretty much. Like I, I was fucking around with it every now and then, but there were days where I'd have like two stories up, and I and I'd forget and I'd skip a whole day, and and I and I had to remind myself, oh, you have to go back to work. Like you need to get ready to go back to work, and I, I I could very easily be like everyone else and go like, yeah, man, I think I'm just gonna do podcasts, you know, and and I'm not and not push it as hard as I do but I only got one opportunity. I'm not going to live forever and and, and I I definitely want to make sure that my family's comfortable and I and I I love stand up and I love podcasting. I love my cooking show Something's Burning. I love I love Two Bears. I love being I love all of it. I love fucking around with Joe on me on social media and taunting him and and, and and hearing the text I get back from. I got five texts from Joe in my pocket. And I, <laughs> I, get, I get, so like Sober October is getting ready. And so we're fucking around and challenging each other. I love that shit. I yeah. love that. But I love all of it. I love, you know, I love taking in content as well.
0: It's like. Well, you love getting up every day. I mean, you really love being alive. You love it. I
1: love being alive. Like today is a great day. Today is a great day. Yeah, today's a great day. I woke up it. Uh, I woke up at six. Woke up at six. Got up with Liam. We had great sex last night, so we just wow. kind of caught up.
0: And what is great? So you guys are doing the great sex. So it's um, and you guys now as you get older, do you have to do it for a long time? Is oh, that it's matter? A lot, it's
1: a lot quicker. Oh wow! Yeah, we get each other down. Right. So like uh like last night she last night last night the. The the horse was already panting. Okay, like she was. She came in bed looking to fool around.
0: And does she do any? Does she like turn a plant a certain way, or no, like no. light a candle, or like do a leave a chocolate or something? No, she smiles
1: and she's playful and she's so Leanne's like a little bit of a. Was she
0: bad at that wiener like a cat?
1: No, 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 no. A lot of women do that. She's uh, she's uh, she's a bully. Oh, so like yeah. she likes to get in bed and fuck you. Where's that dickhead on you. Yeah, yeah. What was she saying last night uh-huh. that was so funny? She kept going, uh let's get that dick out, Tiger. Huh? <laughs> no, she wasn't saying that. But she was doing something that was funny, but is bullying me. And so, so oh, she gets huh? in like a like a, like a almost like a fun bully mode.
0: Let me burp that worm, homie, yeah, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, gang gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it, dude. Yeah.
1: So she but she was fun last night, and then I was like, <laughs> all right. And so we started messing around. And and uh when when we started, I was like, oh. She's here to part. Like, she got drunk last night. Ooh. She never gets drunk. Georgia had to drive us home. She, Leanne never gets drunk. Wow. Never gets drunk. She drank a bottle of rosé by herself. Ooh, if it's rosé, dude, somebody's giving head. And, she, and man, it was like, you know, you ever been so hungry, you, you get uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and you don't know whether to start with the mac and cheese, the mashed potatoes, or to eat some chicken? Yeah. And you take a bite of chicken, then start... Before you, yeah, yeah, you have it
0: all in your mouth before you even have any of it down And you don't night. even
1: know what you're tasting anymore yes. That's what sex was like last night Like wow. just sloppy, drunk, mm. uh, KFC at two in the morning
0: Were y'all doing oral too or not? Oh, oh yeah wow. Oh,
1: back and forth And oh, and it was just, wow. it was all of it And Leanne's really good at blowjobs Wow, that's awesome, Really, man. really, really good She's really like, she's next level She's next mm. fucking level
0: Yeah, a lot of women, uh, especially from smaller <laughs> communities I hope
1: she's cool with me saying that <laughs>
0: Oh, I I think it's admirable. I just,
1: I forget I'm doing a podcast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's really fucking good. Oh,
0: I think it's admirable. You don't, I mean, there's nothing strange. I think it's because she grew up
1: in the South and most of her family can't read. That's why they're good at blowjobs.
0: Oh, dude.
1: If, uh, yeah. I bet you got Ken who could fucking
0: suck like nobody's business, like a third cousin or something. Dude, is this crazy to say this, bro? Now I wonder if this is crazy. Is it, sometimes it's like, I'll be talking to like, uh, like. Have you ever talked? Do you have what kind of siblings do you have? Two sisters. Isn't it weird sometimes that they've blown dudes before? Does that ever seem weird to you?
1: Uh, you know, like, yeah. In,
0: uh, I don't think like, about it. Right, I don't think about the act of it, but like that
1: they have done it.
0: Right. The other day I was talking to my sister, and I'm like, it just hit me in that I was like, oh my god, she's like old enough to have been blowing dudes and everything. And I'm I know like, you got a sister? I got, yeah, I got two sisters. She has three, you know, she has two children and stuff, wait, but
1: it's. But uh, same, same mom?
0: Same mom, same dad. Really?
1: Yeah. How you older sisters? You're your youngest, right?
0: Yeah they're, th- they, yeah, they're in their 30s. So
1: it's so funny. Wait, wait, older sisters? Or younger they're
0: younger. Sisters? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're younger.
1: And you're like, they're in their 30s. Oh, I did yeah. that the other day. I forgot. To, I was like, mess- you said, say something wrong and then don't correct yourself. And you're like, yeah, I'm turning 40 next month. And everyone's like, And now no one could listen to anything I said after that. And I'm like, are you going to go with that? And I was like, yeah, right? And I was like, I mean 50. I'm turning 50. So it's so funny. I always thought you were an only kid for some reason. Mm -mm. I was always
0: thinking you had only kid energy. Mm, I could see that. I always felt like an only kid. I, like, distanced myself from my family right out of the gate.
1: Yeah, you did, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it was just, like, a budget program over there. You, I was like, got, I'm out. I want,
1: I want a profile to figure your brain out because you got energy no one's got. You got, you know what you got? You got, I was hearing a story about a man uh, from Hawaii. I won't say his name, mm-hmm. only just out of respect. I was hanging out with his son, and uh, they said he he left home when he was 12. And then mm-hmm. like, you got that energy. And the guy's very successful, very successful in Hawaii. Um game changer fucking next level dude you got that energy you got oprah energy we're like you go i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get there i'll make it i'll i I don't i'll i'll get through there you yeah you got you're an interesting dude
0: well thanks man yeah i think you're an interesting dude man i I definitely always get envious of your ability to keep going it's like and yeah i think that's why i think people think you're gonna die is because they're like oh how can he keep going but then I think there's just some people who just have the ability to keep going. Like, do you feel under, like, insane pressure by yep. your own schedule?
1: Yeah. I was saying that to – when we talked and you were like, how's everything going? I said it, it can, can get very overwhelming at times. Very overwhelming, especially because I've set myself up into a scenario, and I, I'm, not, I'm not complaining at all. I, I want to be no, very clear. it doesn't sound like you are. This I'm doesn't not sound like self-pity or anything. So two, a, two, a year ago, two years? No, I think just a year ago today. To, yeah, because I'm going to Red Rocks next week. I was You're doing there. Red Rocks
0: next week? You just did it like a year ago.
1: I did a year ago. I'm doing it again. Wow. So, so Red Rocks was the one thing that kind of changed my career to, uh, to a tad bit. I mean, you know ticket sales. You know what we can move. Like, we're all in that same spot where we can move maybe 5000 to market. It's pretty safe to say. 2000 a to market, 5000 a to market, do a theater. Um, and so and, and I was supposed to do Red Rocks with Jim Jeffries. He had a kid, and he had to back out because he, he was his due date was on the day we were supposed to do the show, and they said to me, hey, man, we can try to find another headliner, or you can do it by yourself." Now we know, I say me and you, I, I, and I could be a really little wrong about what you're. I think you you may be outselling me, but like, but like ten thousand tickets in a market is a lot. That's an arena act, and and I'm not an arena. I wasn't at the time an arena act, but I took. I liked the challenge. Wow. Like I liked the idea that no one thought I could do it. And I liked the challenge, and I went, and I, and I knew there was I knew there was no foul if I didn't because I was already supposed to do it with Jim. So I knew that it was like a get out of jail free card. I could take a swing, right, and tug the tiger's tail and see if I can knock him out, or
0: and blame it on Jim and his kid.
1: Yeah, but yeah. But if, and if I fail, I go. Oh, I was supposed to do it with Jim, but I'm yeah. glad he had a kid. I'm glad he's happy. And so I took the challenge, and I, I challenged myself to sell Red Rocks. I did a lot of promo videos. Uh, I had a soft announce because I was in Serbia doing the movie. My social num- media numbers were slowed down because of the way all those countries look at the Eastern Bloc. And so they just, I, had, I was getting like 25,000 wow. uh, views on anything I put up. I couldn't, and so I had a soft announce for Red Rocks. But when I got back to the States, I just hit it hard. And I got promo video after promo video. I didn't stop thinking. I didn't stop working. And I went into surgery to get surgery on my elbow from hurting it and ripping my t- tendons off in the movie. I went into surgery and I said, I'm going to use this. Everyone counts. This is my way. My brain wouldn't just shut off. And I said, mm-hmm. everyone counts backwards when they go to sleep. Not me. I'm going to read a promo date. I'm going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm performing at Red Rock September 13th. Come see me and then <laughs> right and so I rolled into surgery, and guy guy was like what music are you going to listen to? I was like CCR, Baby Credence. Yeah. And we went into surgery. My arm was numb. I dropped the phone once, the phone once. I threw it up. My anesthesiologist is like what, what, what are we doing? I said, I'm doing Red Rocks, September 13th, October 13th, September 3rd, whatever, September 13th. Uh, I'm going to be there the night before Jimmy Buffett. I'll be at Jimmy Buffett. And he's like, you're going to Jimmy Buffett? I go, you want to go? And he goes, I'd love, I'd love to go. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you're going to feel this. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, and I dropped the phone <laughs> on my chest, and I went into surgery. But And then I sold out Red Rocks. I sold out Red Rocks, and I said it to my team, I want that challenge all the fucking time. Put me in venues. I put me in venues. Give me the opportunity. I I, I, I had a, a change of of a change of perception after red rocks because i hung out and went to jimmy buffett and we hung out in red rocks Mm -hmm. that's us at red rocks last year and what was amazing theo is do you remember though you'd hear those comics that would be like don't ask me when i'm gonna come to north carolina i was just in north carolina and they'd blame the fans and i was like why are you blaming the fans it's your fault they don't know you're the reason they didn't come to your show they you didn't tell them you it's the onus is on us as the performer to let our fans know Mm. that we're coming there so that because they want it they want it i like i I have friends in tampa who are in love with you they want to see you it's your job to let them know and by the way that's where we come in you post it and i go oh shit my friends in tampa want to know that's why we're you know rogan set up this great workaround of us helping each other out Mm. and and letting our friends know oh shit dio's coming out uh samurin has a great special on netflix it's not it's our job to help bump up Sam Shang Wang special on you on oh yeah, Netflix just coming out it's huh? fucking awesome when your special came out I must have tweeted about it or texted about it or put it on Instagram three or four times because we all watched it we were in Austin and we were fucking laughing hysterically Thanks, and that's man. that's the job of our community lift mm. each other up but it's our job when I went to when I went to Denver and and, and evergreen and, and all around Morrison, not one person that was in that city said what are you doing here? Everyone said, "Oh, I tried to get tickets to the show. I couldn't come." Hey, how was the show, Bert? Hey, I was at the show. It was amazing. Not one person. We went and looked at uh, Boulder, Colorado, for my daughter to go to University Colorado. Yeah. All the kids on the campus. How was the show at Red Rocks, Bert? Shit, the ticket. I couldn't get the tickets. It was too late, Bert. It sold out before I could get tickets. That's what you want. And so I thought, okay. So if we're talking about promotion, I get promoting once is one thing. Promote your tour. That's great. By go, I'm gonna go into every market where there's an available seat, and I will hammer those markets until they sell out or until they start pulling curtains back. And and I and then and then I and then I they said uh, I said I want to do this thing fully loaded. I want to set up with ten comics. I want to get three tour buses. I want to do outdoor venues I want to do arenas I want to do baseball stadiums I want to do all this and they were like these are these are big tickets these are 12,000 15,000 you know venues and I was like don't worry I got this and I challenged myself I said I'm gonna challenge myself and I and I didn't ask any they were all great every comic that was on was amazing they helped repost they helped talk about it they helped sell tickets thank god Nikki Glaser Chelsea Lynn Mark Norman Shane Gillis Dave Dave Attell, Big J Okerson, uh, Fortune Feemster, D- Dustin Nickerson, Taylor Tomlinson. I'm, I'm leaving something. They all retweeted. They all reposted. They all did special posts. But I said it's all me. It's my tour. I created this festival. I will fucking and I got a fe- I had an editor in the back of my bus. I had another editor and I put out content daily. And and you watched those people just going, oh, they're co- it's just commercials. It's just commercials. And and uh, we said. Set- Record attendance wow. in, in a ton of places. That was a cheat code because you know technically a baseball stadium can't sit people on the infield, right? <laughs> so we said record attendance, but, <laughs> but but you know whatever. So yeah, it but, counts. But but I, I looked at uh I and I and so that that challenge when I did Red yeah. Rocks first time it changed the way I work. So I went I want to I want I want to prove it to myself. I want to I want to go bigger. I want to go harder. Mm. And so I just don't shut my brain off for stand up, and I don't shut my brain off for promotion. And I don't do a lot of television shows because it shifts the way you look at things. I love podcasts and I have have a list of things I talk about on podcasts. I I think I love doing a podcast. I thought about stuff I wanted to talk to you today about. And I I love that energy of going. I get to hang out with, with a guy who everyone that's watching right now, everyone that would love to sit down with for an hour and a half. Everyone watching would love that opportunity. And by the way, I'm a fan also. I watch you all the time. So I'm excited. So literally, it's like, if you said to anyone, what do you want to talk to Theo about? You're like, oh, I know what I want to talk about. And I write it on a list on my phone. I go to do Rogan. I write it on a list. It's fun. Getting the opportunity to do Rogan.
2: Yeah. That's enjoyable. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's like
1: getting to surf with pro surfers. Yeah. I mean, I even wrote lifts today. You up and you, he looks you up ama- he makes you look amazing. Yeah. You know? And so so I think I'm very blessed. I don't look at any of it as work. I just go like, yeah, man, I'll fucking push it till the wheels come off. And they'll, they'll come off. They'll come off There'll be a time where I'm nah, like...
0: I don't know, man.
1: I don't know. Maybe I'll just die. Look, I died in a plane crash. They never came off. I just died. I'll be a fucking legend.
0: You died in a plane crash? Yeah. Tour bus accident? Mm, not as much. I think so. I think that plane crash, people respect that 25,000 feet you went through. Yeah. You know, and then wondering what he was doing the whole time on oh, the way down.
1: I'll tell you what. Standing up, drinking Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. going, fuck it. If it's your time to go... It's your time to go. And I'm cranking up Freebird, Leonard (laughs) Skinner.
2: If I leave here tomorrow.
0: Some people
1: would chime in, dude. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that coward buckled into the back tells that story, man. He went down, as Ronnie Van Zandt went down like that. Fucking Freebird, the plane's going down, and he just, Ronnie, put your seatbelt on. Stands up, Jack. If it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Now, in hindsight, if he wore a seatbelt, he probably survived, but... But that's (laughs) that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, because I I think everyone lived but him. (laughs) But, but, uh, do you,
0: uh, haven't done, uh, (laughs) I know you did your movie. Um, do you think, because Bobby and I just got offered a television show, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, what is (laughs) the, the reality? The time commitment and everything is huge, though. Yeah. I would do,
1: I would do another movie. I would, I like that time commitment. I like that. I have like a couple projects lined up. I would do another movie. I really enjoy that process. I have to be a producer on the movie and a creative part. I can't just I can't be an actor. Yeah. Like, I, I can't just sit hire me and I need to be a part of the team that helps make the thing make make it good, make it funny, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um I like giving notes to other actors too. Uh, like I really enjoy that. I like the process of making something. It's really cool. Um I would do a scripted single camera. Um, and that's it. A
0: scripted single camera television show.
1: I'd do a multi-cam, like a sitcom. I think I'd really. I'll, t- I'll tell you this, and this is, I'll, I'm putting this out there. I'll sell out and do like a legit, cheesy, kind of bad multi-cam. If you give me like 15 years, mm-hmm. I'd do it in a heartbeat.
0: If they committed to 15 years, you mean?
1: If they, by the way, they just, all they got. to Or oh, you mean 15 pilot. years from now? But like if you tell me, like if you tell me, like I could get. I'm using bad examples, but like if you tell me I can get a, um, like a, a just a regular sitcom where it's like a. a Bert has a cow or whatever right. it's called, you know, and, and then every I have like a cow that I talk to and I he like sticks his head into the kitchen window I was like, right. Hey Bert Yeah and I'm like, What's up, Mr. Cow? He's like, You're gonna have a rough day today. Yeah. And I was we... like, Really? And he's like, I think you should talk to your wife. She was up cleaning the dishes last <laughs> night, really upset. And I was yeah. like, You're the only one that I'm the only one that can hear you, right? And he's like, That's right, Bert. <laughs> I'll be in the backyard. And then my wife comes in, she's like, How you doing? And I go, I'm just helping with these dishes And oh, she's like Yeah, secret cow. Like, oh. Yeah, like that would be a, I'd do that show.
0: Called having a cow or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have a cow.
1: Oh, that's it. Don't have a cow. And then I got a cow that maybe no one sees. And maybe it's in I'm India crazy. too
0: when they like, the cows are gods Ooh, there. Ooh, and all my,
1: oh, dude, I'm so attracted to Indian women.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. And they so see. I have
1: an Indian wife, Indian children. Mm. I live in India.
0: Hello, Bo.
2: Hey, hey, bub. hey husband. <laughs> husband?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be great. You want think,
2: some spice?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, I love Indian food oh, too. it in your fucking mouth, huh? And, but I'm the only one that can see the cow. I yeah. do that. And by the way, if you're a screenwriter and you want to write that up, I'll I'll do that. Succumbing a heartbeat.
0: You'll do it. Yeah. I mean, it would just. I I mean, I can't imagine what the second season would be, but I think the first season would be fucking good. You know. I go vegan. Ooh. Yeah. I
1: go vegan, and the cows. Oh. And the cows like this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, did you like? Do you like? Do you like acting?
0: i I just did a part in a movie with bobby and it was fun man it was nice because i knew the amount of time commitment
1: okay that's where i get fucked up
0: that was a big thing like like i'd gotten all all, all, to do that movie with chris pratt a couple years ago where he gave me a part and it was i got there and got to read the script and i saw i didn't have a lot of and it was 12 weeks i was like i can't do it just it was too much for me to commit to okay this was only 12 days Okay. So I was like, oh, I can handle this, you know? How do you feel? This is, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm probably outing myself as, like, as, as not a team player. But how do you feel when, like, a PA goes, just go to your trailer, I'll get you when, when we need you? Does that bother you? <laughs>
0: Oh, I like going into that trailer.
1: Oh, I can't stand it. I want to be on set. Really? And I go, I'll just be on set. And they're like, actually, we can't have you on set. And I go, actually, I'm higher on the fucking call sheet than you are. Actually, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Actually, (laughs) I busted my ass for fucking 25 years to get to this point. And you have just have an older brother who got you this job. (laughs) And you don't even know what the fuck you want to do. Sometimes I feel like that.
0: Oh, yeah. I think, well, (laughs) that's the problem with going to do acting is you have to be under somebody else's like jurisdiction and their thoughts and feelings and then it's their words and it's like like this movie this this movie i did was just it was a friend of mine who had written it he knew me and it was like if i couldn't communicate with him as clearly as i wanted to if there was any like he really expressed like a real like ownership i would invite like, i couldn't do that Like did you meet chris pratt yeah i met chris pratt what's he like oh it's super nice i think
1: that's what jesus would have looked like
0: nice and clean oh yeah Right? He looked clean, man. I bet he smells good. I didn't really smell him.
1: I partied with his ex-wife once.
0: Really? Yeah. I didn't smell him, but he was really nice, really affable. And uh, I felt kind of bad about leaving because it was such a neat opportunity. What
1: was the movie? Jurassic Park. It was called
0: Tomorrowland. Tomorrow War. Oh, that just, has that been out? It's been out, yeah. It came out during the pandemic. Well,
1: what's, what's tough about you, in my opinion, is I'm sure people try to write for you. And put you into something, and then go. I got Theo's voice, but your voice is so authentic and so kind of kind of comedically swaggered. In 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 any attempt to write for you is just is almost like a parody of you. If that makes sense, like if you tried to write for Mitch Hedberg, you'd be like, you'd be like, "Hey man, I'm high as fuck." Yeah. And you're like, "Well, that's not Mitch Hedberg. That Mitch never talked about." Like you know,
0: right? He just was who he was.
1: Yeah, and so like it's 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 hard to write for your perspective. That's why I think it would be tough to like write for you. But that's why it makes sense that you, what you enjoy is collaborating and being like, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my spin on it.
0: Yeah, me and Spade just wrote a movie together. David Spade. So yeah, I
1: gotta call. Did I tell you I had a dream about him? Yeah, you told me
0: about that. I gotta call him. So maybe uh, so that's been exciting to me because it's thinking like, oh well, I already know what's it gonna called, happen. Is it called
1: Spade in Manhattan? Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's called. Um, it's about being bus boys. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's about adult male bus boys. David Spade's is um,
1: one of the coolest motherfuckers. He's funny. He is
0: like, you know, man. The, like- that generation of SNL guys, how were they so much funnier than what is on? Like, how was like Kevin and Like, how were they? Why is there such a different level of their like improbability? Do you feel like
1: I? I was thinking of that today. I was you know what I was thinking? <clears throat> I wonder if David Spade ever looked at me and goes, Wow, my best friend was the biggest influence on this guy. Like this guy loved like I loved Farley. Farley gave up Farley showed us a way to be funny when you didn't know how to be funny. You didn't know how to be comfortable with yourself. He just showed you that being large, being it, being 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 vulnerable, this like he really honestly. Like, I wonder how often he goes into a comedy club and goes, well, this guy was a big, Im- my best friend was a big influence on this guy. My other best friend was a big influence on this guy. I mean, how much of us, like you look at Shane Gillis, you go, huge influence on Shane Gillis is, is Norm MacDonald, right? Norm McDonald's a big influence on all of us. One of Spades' best friends. I mean, like, Spades, and he's so cool. You know, when I, I fucked up this interview with Adam Sandler really bad, I don't know if you ever saw it. Mm-mm. It was bad.
0: Not as bad as that Greg Louganis when you did. <laughs>
2: Nope. <laughs> Which is fucking pretty cool,
0: dude.
1: You found me out, bro. That shit was fucking pretty good. You made me laugh the hardest that day in your <laughs> tribute to Amelia Earhart. That's oh. the hardest I ever laughed.
0: Well, that chick gets all this clout. That bitch went missing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? She didn't even do her job. Well, dude, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like going to a restaurant
1: and you're like, "This is the best job ever," and then it's the eleven o'clock. He goes, "The meal coming." They're like, "He left." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, if that was a dude, no one would talk about him. Wouldn't I say a mean, word.
0: Oh, that was a dude. No one would talk about him. Wouldn't say a word, man. Yeah, he didn't land it. Yeah, he didn't land it. Oh, yeah, Ronnie fucked up. Uh, <laughs> that's all they uh, would say. Ronnie fucked uh, up. But they let her. They just, you know, it's uh, that Title Nine thing, man. Oh, uh, that's Title Nine. Oh, uh, God, dude. Um, no, I fucked up that Sandler
1: interview so bad. What happened? Know.
0: Had you met him? No, I okay. never
1: met him. I never met him. And uh, and I'm obviously Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, David Spade, Norm Macdonald, Chris Rock, uh, Chris Farley. That generation is their thumbprints forever on me. Like Chris Rock stand up, bring the pain. Yeah, he's my favorite. It's the it's it is the thing I watched where I said. I want to do that, like that. I don't. I'll never do that, but that's what I strive for. Yeah. That that strut he had on stage, the fucking hey, 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 hey. Sandler, I mean, yeah. everything was like a bullwhip, like jaw, and it was so jarring, of so amazing. And then Sandler, the way he, uh, happy he developed all these great movies that just spoke. The price is wrong, bitch. Yeah, uh, you can do it. Like all these, like just. A way to take like your inside jokes with your friends and make them inside jokes with the world. And then, you know, Spade was such – Spade, Norm, Dennis Miller, a little older, but like Kevin Nealon, all these guys, they were just so so influential on my sensibility. So Whitney hit me up and said, hey, you know, it's a pandemic. She's like, yo, we're doing an inter- – I'm doing an interview with Adam Sandler. Uh, you want to come by my house and, and – if you want, she's like, I, I would love some help interviewing Sandler. You know, such so a fucking star. So if you could just come and we'll figure something out for her like, podcast. No, 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 for uh oh, Comedy for gives Vogue back. or Comedy gives back? Comedy, gives we were back. raising money for comics that needed money for the pandemic. So I go over to Whitney's backyard. I kind of fuck around in the backyard. I'm I'm, I'm messing around. I'm on I'm on YouTube. I'm, yeah, I'm doing whatever the you know just to make it fun, make it interactive. And then she goes to interview Sandler. She said, "Come on in. We're gonna interview Sandler." And and I I got my heart was racing, mm. and I got and then. He just pops up on the screen. He's like, "Hey," and Whitney's like, uh, "Adam, I'm here with Burt Kreischer," and he's like, "Okay," and I went full fucking moron, full dolphin, full 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 baby walrus mode, Mm. like just like, and I talked for about ten minutes. I don't think he said a word, and I just said everything wrong. You talked
0: for ten minutes. I said,
1: "Do you have Netflix?" and Whitney's like, huh? And Adam's like, I'm sure in his head, he was like, well, I just, I, I ran a I was do you have Netflix? Um, uh, I can't wait to see your new movie, Precious Gems. That's not the name of it. Um, I, I just showed my daughters, and I sat and watched Happy Madison. That's the name of his production company, not the movie we watched. Um, hey, you want to hear a cool story about when I was in college? And he's like, huh? And I was like, when I was 22 years old, I got voted by the number one party animal in the country. You, you ever told in talk- that and whole I did, story? Theo, I, 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 I did all of it. I did all of it. I'm Sorry, man. I, I'm I, just, I vomited. I vomited. And, Theo, I thought it went well. Oh. I was like, nailed it. That That's alcoholism. Left man. Whitney's going, "Cajun, you need the closer. Bring in the closer." <laughs> yeah. You, Adam Sandler's probably going, "Who the fuck is this? Burt Kreischer guy? Sign him to a deal." Covert, get Kreischer on the line. This guy's hot. We need him. First person to call me was uh, first person to call me was uh, Big J Okerson. and he goes, he goes, "Hey man, just letting you know, we're going to trash you." And I went, "Huh." He's like, we're on the Zoom next, and, and we are crying laughing. And I go, oh, what? And he goes, that Sandler interview. I go, good, huh? And he goes, good. He goes, you asked him if he had Netflix. Uh-huh. I go, why, do, you, do you think he doesn't? And he goes, Bert, he has a $300 million deal at Netflix. He definitely has Netflix. And I went, Huh? He's like, you called his movie Precious Gems. I go, that's not the name. He goes, no, it's Uncut God Gems. Damn, so and He's good. like, you named the movie Happy Madison. It's Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Bert. We are going. You didn't let him talk. It's the biggest mm. movie star in the world, and you didn't let him talk. And I went, I just started going like, it was that bad. And he goes, I'm, we're going online right now. We're gonna trash you and hung up. And I went, huh? And then my, my buddy, my buddy uh, Mike um, Epps. No, no, no. Uh, does podcast uh, with Greg Lougan. Mike Valentine. No. Anyway. Uh, Mike. Mike, God Mike. damn it. He's he does the podcast Mike with Martin. Does the podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons. They do Sunday papers. Uh, oh,
0: Mike uh, Vecchione?
1: No. Anyway, he calls me and he goes, "That fucking Sandler interview is epic." Like I told him, I go, "Have you seen my new special? <laughs> my yeah. special just dropped. It's called uh, It's called Hey Big Boy." You asked check- Sandler that, dude. Dude. <laughs> I was awesome. I was out of control. I was out of wow. control. Stone sober. Stone sober. Out of control. So this is why Spades a cool dude, right? unprovoked i get a fucking you know spade sometimes voice text you know, oh yeah and he's like uh, Kreischer, fucking sandler interview is epic <laughs> and i'm like i'm in bed going the next day going i'm gonna i'm gonna have a drink today this is the fucking worst day of my life yeah this is his next day and yeah. he goes hey man i talked to sandler he just watched your special he fucking loved it dude he loved you you're the best we all love you don't sweat it and i was like and, like, by the way, didn't need to do that. Right. Didn't need to do that. Didn't need to leave that message. Didn't need to let me know, hey, don't worry about it. You didn't fuck it up that bad. And then I, I signed a deal with uh, Happy Madison to do a movie. Wow. Yeah, so, like, everything worked out great. Like, went to have Happy Madison, uh, p- pitched a movie, I think. Yeah. 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 And then uh, signed up to do a movie. So everything's, like, everything worked out fine. But, like, man, I that interviews. You can find it online.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to watch that when I get home. It's cringy. Home. I might even watch it in the car, dude. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Uh, the um, I went to uh, Spade. I ran out of gas the other day. I was going over to Spade's right. He brought me gas. Really? He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. How much money do you think he has? He's got a big heart. Um,
1: I'll say a name. Tell me if he has more than or less than that name. Okay. Okay. Bernie Schaub. More than. Um, Rosie O'Donnell.
0: Less than. Because she went pretty court, She was like on the... Okay. Beto O'Rourke. Mm. Beto or O'Rourke.
1: Probably more than. More than. Uh, Hunter Biden.
0: Ooh. Probably a l- uh, Of his own money? Yeah. Spade. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think those guys? I mean, I don't I know. Think, I
1: think Spade's got twenty five million dollars.
0: That's what I was gonna say. He's
1: had he's had a number of very successful movies.
0: Yeah, he's
1: on sitcoms. Oh, I bet he's got way more. He was on sitcoms
0: forever. He did one. Well, he did um a sitcom don't, for a long don't time. Don't shoot me. Yeah. But no, I think that's dude. I'll tell you this story. So I went with Owen Benjamin. Right? <sighs> okay to he took me to a happy madison party right yeah. i've never been before and I, this is when vaping uh, marijuana had just come out yeah people were vaping it you know and i I thought it was a cigarette i hadn't seen the vaping marijuana i'd just seen the vaping cigarette. so yeah. i'm out there smoking with somebody out front um i think it was like dave becky or somebody had like a vaping cigarette i don't even dave remember who it was.
1: i couldn't tell you what dave becky looks like
0: I couldn't I could probably draw him for you, but I, I, I actually I'm not even that good at drawing. I know but. Dave Becky so well. Like I know that name.
1: I know that I know who he is, but I've never seen him in person. That's Louis CK. That's Dave Becky. That's Dave Becky?
0: It might not even oh, be Dave th- Becky I'm talking that guy. about. I think I've met that guy. I might be talking about the wrong guy. Okay, keep going. So anyway, I take a hit off this cigarette. I didn't know it was weed. So I go into the party and I start meeting people from the Adam Sandler movies. Oh. And, bro, I didn't know that I had smoked weed. And I hadn't really... I'd probably been in Hollywood maybe th- three years, maybe. Yeah. So I start meeting these people, dude, and I start losing my fucking mind. And I start thinking, I can't handle meeting famous people. Oh, for real? Like, I can't... The more people I meet, the weirder I feel. I can't even be in this city. Like, really? this is my first time meeting oh, famous yeah, people. Because yeah, yeah. It, is, it is hard you got to learn how to meet famous and people. And the weed was hitting me. I didn't know it was weed. Yeah. So I'm feeling high. I just didn't realize it. Really? So I'm feeling, like, uh, fucked up. And I'm like, oh, man, when I meet famous people, I I just, I feel fucked up. I can't, I can't live like this in this city. What if I meet fucking Mark Wahlberg? I'll fucking take my own life or something, you know? Like, I just didn't know how bad it was going to get.
1: I saw Mark Wahlberg when I first moved to Hollywood walking down Sunset Boulevard. Uh, with a white t-shirt over his shoulder, mm. like a I want like a Yankees cap on or something, or a mm-hmm. Boston cap on, mm-hmm. and jeans just fucking strutting. God. I walked right past him. I was like, Marky Mark. And he's like, nah. No way. Yeah, Maybe it wasn't him, and that's uh, that's why that guy said no, but I thought it was him. That's when he was
0: changing his whole mystique, huh? I think so, yeah.
1: He had the, the crucifix tattoo on his chest and everything.
0: I got scared. I ended up dancing with Sierra once on the dance Who's floor. Who's Sierra? Yeah, she's a musician. Really? And... um. And I got nervous and uh, I was too stoned and I had to go sit out in my car.
1: I got nervous. I had a meeting at Happy Madison when I was a kid, you know, young in this business. And I just got nervous being in the building mm-hmm. because I was a, f- I thought I might run into Adam Sandler. It was back when I think wow. they were on like the Sony lot or something. And, uh, is that i think they were in culver city and i there was like a basketball hoop outside mm-hmm. and i thought i was hoping i'd run into nick's i knew nick worked with them so if i saw i was hoping that i'd run into nick Nick would be like oh bert let me introduce you adam and i'd be like oh cool and then i'd be like what's up adam and he'd be like oh dude I've, you're fucking hilarious oh, by the way I, I wasn't i didn't especially at the time i wasn't i don't even know if i am now and so i went in and took the meeting with one of his one of his development execs and the guy goes it's a great pitch he goes why do you want adam to do it and i went I just want to make it. And he goes, can I give you some advice? I said, yeah. And he goes, focus on your career. Mm. I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, write the movie for yourself. Make the movie for yourself. You should do it yourself. He goes, if Adam was sitting here, he'd go, it's a great idea. You should do it. And i go, yeah. And he goes, that's how he did his career. You need to focus on your career. You need to work on yourself. It's a great pitch. And he's like, I, I'm, I mean, I guess we, we'd buy it if, if you're done doing things for yourself. But like, you're comic. Like, you should do it for yourself. I went, OK. And and uh, and I and I nothing happened to it. I sold it I think I sold it to Disney uh with Will Smith attached. Mm. Well, Nick Cannon was attached, but
0: Will Smith was going to produce. Would you take a break now and do a television show or you're saying you would do one down the line? Uh I wouldn't take a break. I can't. I so much. not take a would you but if you do a TV show you there's it's just the time commitment you have to like you have to scale, you know, you can't work 12 hours a day.
1: I uh yeah I I, I wouldn't I couldn't. So you I couldn't do, do it now. I, Yeah, I have I have uh i have uh uh yeah I've, I've like huge huge chunks europe Australia booked out for next yeah, year i have like a huge chunk in between that and then a big run at the end and uh yeah I, I couldn't do it i you know i i've often- i've often thought to stop doing specials mm-hmm. um because that that process of doing specials c- is can be a tad bit overwhelming because I'm a little bit obsessive about putting out a good special and i and, yeah. and I, I mean i watch everyone's special I watch everyone special for two reasons i want to see if they have if i've if i'm stepping on anyone's material and i and i like to see how people do things you know i I'll, i'm gonna pay you a compliment i hope you're cool with this but like you you i learned a lot watching your special and i learned what i don't do sometimes is what you're so brilliant at and i'll never be as good as you but i can work harder on what i don't do and what i don't do is I don't really tell you the characters sometimes. I just start telling the story hoping you know the characters. Mm. You set up, you paint a picture of a character or a scenario you're about to hear so brilliantly, so brilliantly that I literally I remember being on the fucking road driving to Two Bears One Cave in a, in a in a Escalade with my whole team and I was like, "Listen to what he fucking does." Like I'm I'm playing it back going, "This is like this is like there's no one better than you at at you can set up you can set up a story so brilliantly where i go i want to hear that my problem is i just start telling the story sometimes i go i need to work on like creating the characters being in the moment being slower you know because i i think because i tell sometimes you know 13 minute stories i just start going let's go let's go let's go
0: thanks for the thanks for the compliment man it's really sweet of you i'm envious of the way that you i feel like i have to catch up to you sometimes and it's That's more fun, I feel like. I feel like your style is so much more fun. It's like, here I am in the middle of the fucking action. Like, with me, it's like, I feel like you have to go to boot camp, you need to shine your shoes, you have to go to bed and get up early. With you, I feel like I fucking open my eyes and I am on Normandy fucking beach, dude. (laughs) <laughs> and who knows what is going to happen? That's
1: the best compliment I've but ever done.
0: Right there in the shit. That's a great compliment. You Thank always you, seem very present, man, and that's one thing that I really admire. I think that's um, why I take my shirt off.
1: Is so that I remind myself that it's supposed to be fun. Like that's why I did it the first time. Would
0: you ever go fully nude? Do you think? Yeah, I would. Have you thought about it?
1: No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. There's a show that's fully nude and thing in New York, and uh, I would definitely do it. I, would, I have no problem being naked. Would I don't you, even have a good dick.
0: Would you wash up first or not?
1: Uh, I'd probably trim up. I wouldn't trim up. I don't know what I'd do. I wouldn't wash up.
0: Would you wax your butt?
1: Uh-uh. I wouldn't see. Oh, they would see my butt and my current. Oh, they would.
0: Unless you walk off the stage backwards like that. Yeah. You could do that Walk on the
1: stage And walk out like a hostage I've had hair on my
0: butt dude So I, like If I was with a chick I would always walk like, out Backwards your butt out of cheeks? the room Yeah
1: Oh I don't have hair On my butt cheek.
0: Not a bunch But like Almost like this But without the little prongs
1: Yeah I have hair on my A lot of hair on my asshole Ooh Yeah And so um, I wonder if you can see it My ass is starting to look like a Sad Like I have a great ass. I take that back It's oh, looking better yeah. I think because I've been running a lot It looks better When I was gaining weight My ass looks sad Like I, I got a I did a video of me Naked and it just didn't look right. And I went, ugh. I was getting old man ass, and now I'm back running and lifting and doing deadlifts. I think my ass is back. Ooh, to, yeah. I took a video of my ass in Hawaii, and it looked good. It looked really good.
0: How nice is Hawaii? Oh, it's the best place in the world. God.
1: You know what I did? I'll tell you. This is a. I don't really share this with a lot of people because it's, it's it does sound a, a little a little I don't know I, You think? No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. It sounds, I even
0: feel bad saying I go to Hawaii. Oh, I
1: feel bad that people have never been to Hawaii. I actually said to my, I said to my wife, we stayed at Turtle Bay. It's fucking gorgeous.
0: Mm, just yeah,
1: it. and I said, you know what? I, I'm bummed. I have experience. i I've, I have a lot of had a lot of great experiences in life. One of my favorite experiences is taking my daughters to Hawaii, take them into the ocean, yeah. letting them get snorkels and and go a little deeper than they're comfortable. Watching them get scared, and as their dad taking care of them i love hawaii it's the greatest place on the planet it's set up that aloha energy is like hello but it's also like get the fuck out like Mm -hmm. and so that's that's the whole and by the way their whole economy is set up so that you have the greatest time you've ever had so that you tell your friends that's it's like it's amazing. It's amazing. Shaved ice, there's nothing better to put in your mouth. Yeah. And so I bet if you put condensed milk on a dick, I'd love sucking dick. So, hmm. and you iced it up. You have to get a cold dick. And then so the yeah Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I ain't do.
0: sucking no warm dick. <laughs> that is.
1: It's either hot dick or cold dick, but lukewarm. <laughs> no. So uh, so I set a goal. I'm, it doesn't sound braggadocious. What I'm saying is I, I, I'm i very vulnerable. Okay. So I was 265. No, I've never... Maybe I've said this. I don't know if I've said that.
0: Did you feel fat at that weight?
1: I've... No. I love that. I didn't even notice I was fat. I did, like, it just... I'd catch a picture, and I'd be like, woo. Or, like, I had a hard time. We had a new couch, and I had a hard time, like, getting up. Like, it was just like... This would be like, mm, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. It was like a big brother sitting on your chest going, fuck off! <laughs> and so... Uh, so I... I've wanted to surf. Yeah. I've wanted to surf. I surfed as a little bit as a kid, but like as an adult, I thought this would be a cool thing to be able to do. To be able to get a surfboard, go to the beach mm-hmm. and and burn and for two hours just burn like a thousand calories of fun. Of fun. Yeah. And paddling and, and just it would be fun. And and I was like, and to glide on the wave, I've I've only done it a few times. But that feeling of gliding on top of the ocean with just the ocean pushing, it's very it's a lot like I'd riding. horseback. Yeah. So I said at 265, we tried a couple times to get surf lessons, and I could not, I couldn't physically get from laying on my stomach to on my feet in enough time that I needed to get up on the board. Mm. And so I said, I made a a goal. When we took time off, I said, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose enough weight so that I can go to Hawaii. So I booked the trip to Hawaii for me, my daughter, uh, my assistant, my cameraman, and my sister. Those two, because we were all flying, we had to go straight to tour. So I booked a trip for all five of us at Turtle Bay. I went to Turtle Bay because Jamie O'Brien has a surf school. I follow Jamie O'Brien on YouTube. I, I know the guy's legit. I know that f- he makes surfing fun. And I kind of knew, and I hit up like a couple guys, like Nathan Florence. And I was like, yeah, that surf school is pretty good. So, yeah, it's a good break. It's easy break. And those guys are fucking awesome. You're gonna have a blast. Wow. So I didn't. I didn't hit up Jamie. I didn't tell him like, "Yo, I'm coming to your surf school." I, I wanted to pay for it because I wanted to. I I wanted to do it. Right. Like I wanted to pay for it so that I could do it. So that. So that, if I if I needed more time, I I didn't feel rushed. Mm-hmm. So I bought surf school set lessons on the first two days we were there for two hours for me, my sister, my my daughter, my cameraman, and my assistant. No cameras. Mm. Just all we're gonna do is learn how to surf. And for two months. Every day, I did a few exercises. I did this rev balance board to try to get work on my balance. But more importantly, I would do planks for a minute, and I would do pop-ups, like burpee pop-ups. Yeah. To try to get to the place where I could get my fat fucking piece of shit body off the ground. Like, just literally, I would every morning just do, like, 10 pop-ups yeah. and, and just try to get up.
0: Well, getting your knees up to your stomach, that's the, t- it's that's like, the tough part. Yeah. And I got I
1: had to lose weight to get that... Get to that level, get that
0: carriage on you. Yeah,
1: And so I got down to two forty-five, which is you know 20 very pounds, nice. Twenty pounds less, very nice. And I was and I was in I'm in I'm in really good shape right now. But I was, maybe it was two weeks ago, so I was in really good shape going in. I hadn't drank in like twelve days or something, but mm-hmm. not for any reason, just because like because I went to Mark Norman's bachelor party and I was like, I need a fucking break. And so, um, and so I went into Hawaii, and that first day, I first wave they pushed me into. I fucking bust ass, and then I, I sat in the water. and I went. Like, this is not going to be my trip. Yeah, I was like, I will. I as as mu- as like a little boy in a fucking forty nine year old man's body. I said, Let's focus. Let's take our time. We're gonna get this. Mm. So I went back. My uh my surf instructor uh uh I fuck his name up. It's I K I, A. No, it's I K I I K I. I K I maybe I K A I K A is how you say it. Kaika. It's kaika. He said, hey, man, take
0: your Akaika. time. A kaika? is German, isn't it? No, it's very Hawaiian. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you were thinking Ikea. I don't know what I was thinking. That's Swedish. Oh, yeah. And so he goes, hey, man, uh, arch for a little bit longer and take your time. So he pushes me into a big wave, and I arch, Ooh. and I, t- I take a breath. I'm moving now. Mm-hmm. And then I just very slowly get up to my knees, slide my feet around. Stood up and I was fucking surfing. And I'm telling you, I've had very few like moments of like accomplishment. And it sounds crazy to say because I feel like I've done a lot, but like where you go, hey man, I fucking busted my ass in the gym for two months. I did the work so that I could do this and I'm doing it. And I fucking surfed that wave all the way to that next buoy. And I I turn around and my daughter's cheering for me. My sister's cheering for me. A, 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 a kaika is like, that's right, you did it, you did it. And I surfed for two days, four hours. The waves got shitty after that, but four hours I had of just being in the water, surfing, and I loved it so much. Now granted, if I want to go surfing in LA, I need a Kaika to come out here and push me into waves and coach me and be like, arch, 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 on your knees, on your <laughs> knees, front foot, back foot, bend down, you're fucking, no, God damn it. Like I need him, like I'm not that good, yeah. but I had a fucking, blast and i and i and and uh and it was it was something i wanted to do i wanted to i wanted to do it i wanted. it's like you know wait rogan you watch him take up these hobbies he sucked at archery when he started i'm sure but he was like i want to be a archer so you need that moment of vulnerability i'm not saying i'm gonna be a surfer but like you need that moment of vulnerability right where you i'm
0: not gonna be yeah i'm gonna you need take- to
1: crawl and it's so when you when you're at a place in your life where you don't need to crawl a lot. You go. I could just go do the road. I'll do this. I'll do podcasts. I'll do. I don't. I'll, I'll go ride a bike. I'll go to the gym. I. I don't need to crawl in front of people. It's embarrassing too, being fat in the water, mm. and having a a, a a guy twenty years younger than you. Be people like looking at you. Like, so you big you?
0: animals coming by
1: and yeah. buddy. Yeah. And so. Uh, so I went surfing in Hawaii. It was fucking awesome. Fuck. It's really great.
0: Yeah. There's something magical about it, man. Um, yeah. If me and Bobby do a TV show, we talked about maybe trying to shoot it in Hawaii. <sighs> That would if, be if, the I, goal. if you need a guest star, some fat guy who fails a lot, I'll do it. Just a, that, it's a big time commitment, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's a blessing to Hawaii have the opportunity. Oh, doing with Bobby would be fun.
1: Doing with Bobby living in Hawaii. I had Bobby, I had Bobby in uh, on my first episode of Something's Burning. Yeah. We, 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 we oh yeah, that's it just came out. Just came out today. I
0: did one with Andrew Santino back I, then. We made I, tacos. Remember? By the way,
1: that's that's when I met really met Andrew Santino for the first time. Yeah. I never really knew Andrew. I knew of him and stuff, but I never really hung out with him. He's fucking interesting, man. He seems like he's living a great fucking life. Yeah, he loves acting. Yeah, every he's in everything. He's a great fucking actor, great comic. But every time you see him, he's like on the back of a boat with a fucking celebrity, or playing golf with a fucking celebrity, or like doing like cool, fun, active shit. And he's in good shape. He drinks, but he's not like he drinks like a regular person because he'll get loose. But then he's like, "Ah, I got shit to do.
0: He stays active, man. Yep. Yeah, he stays real active. For a
1: redhead, too. I know. They're not supposed to be active.
0: Well, you know they stopped doing their sperm at the sperm banks a while back. No. They quit collecting redheaded semen. Are
1: you serious? Oh, if I was Andrew Santino, I'd get a wig. Yeah. <laughs> and get in there. And you know? a fake mustache. And just fucking... Do it, for, do it for your race. Yeah. Do it for your people. Too. Red
0: October 2. It's all October. Go to sperm banks <laughs> yeah. and just bust.
1: Oh. Ugh. It comes out pink. You know that? Red oh, I don't stupid. even tell me it comes that. out pink. Oh. Yeah, well, the, that one dude, but I think he was sick.
0: Oh, dude. Um, I wonder what's going to happen with Tiger Belly if Bobby's going to be, because if they split up. I think they're split up. But they're still co-hosts of the same podcast. I wonder if that's going to get strange or not. I think about that sometimes.
1: I can tell you what I would do. Burn it to the ground. Oh, Burn it to the ground. Ah, bad friends. Hundred percent bad friends. Hundred percent friends. I'd be fucking. I. I'm not as. I'm. I'm pretty shallow. If I was in that situation, I was. If I. I don't know. I. I would be very. I. I wouldn't be fun to work with. Really? I would not. I would be drinking all the time.
0: If you were the spouse, you mean?
1: If If Leanne and I had a podcast. Like I, Le- I'll do Leanne's podcast every mm-hmm. now and then. But if, Le- if Leanne and I had a podcast, and and uh, I don't know, I don't know all the things that people know. I don't know everything. I don't know what. I yeah, know. I, don't I, know know what I know what I know. What I know, what I know, and I, so I don't want to say too much because I don't know what everyone knows. But I know what I know, and I, I know that if I was in that situation of like of splitting up, and uh, yeah,
0: could you still work together?
1: I and 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 sh- I, I'm uh, I don't know what everyone knows, but like it seems, in my opinion. I don't know if Bobby didn't want to be with her, if she didn't want to be with Bobby, but regardless, if I was in Bobby's situation, and that was Leanne, I'd be like, I, I, I would not be as, and I, and I love Kyla, she's awesome, but I, I just, I know if I was Bobby, I wouldn't be the funnest dude to be around. Yeah, I'd be every episode would be about how my feelings. Every episode would be about my feelings. Yeah, about how I feel. Oh, this is my house. Oh, this is my well, health. that's I just—it's oh. going to be
0: interesting, but maybe that could be cool for people. It could be like a real soap opera.
1: It could be, it could be, but I don't think it's good for Bobby's mental health.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Or
1: Kalila's mental health, it yeah, that's be what healthy. I wonder.
0: It's like what? How does something? Ha- it's like when you split up, how do you stay working together?
1: I, some people do it. It's very do it. You got to be a bigger man than me, and I'm just not that big of a man. I'm, I'm very, I'm very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very, uh, I'm very vindictive. Uh, like meaning like when it, when it comes to feelings mm-hmm. like, you know like I, there's oh yeah there's moms in our friend circle that I'll never give a second chance to yeah that fucking hurt my daughter and I or or said shit about my wife that I, I'll there's dads I, I'll never give a second chance to they don't know it I do it behind their back because I'm fucking I'm hateful. Wow! Like it doesn't happen in the business. I mean, it sure, is, I'm sure it's happened in the business. Usually, people hate me. Like I don't hate people. Like I have a couple people that hate my guts. And you just gotta go. All right, whatever. I, I don't care. But like I, I, don't. I'm not the best at like. I'm not the best at at like
0: navigating uh, those moments. Kind of
1: like if I'm, something I'm very, gets kind of. I'm very emotional. Like Tom will. Tom could tell anyone right now, and we've said it on Two Bears. Uh, I get my feelings hurt very easily mm-hmm. over very stupid stuff the dumbest stuff in the world my feelings would get hurt and tom knows it and like there's certain things like the dumbest things to go like if we have a dinner party like where i sit sometimes can hurt my feelings wow (laughs) and so and so and and i and i
0: like if they sit you at an end or something or they don't
1: say like say say, like uh you and brendan have a dinner party right you bring Mm -hmm. chicks and uh and and then you have all these guys here and they bring chicks and you invite me and leanne i expect to sit near you guys right, right. like and so if, if all of a sudden everyone's in it could be a real accident like every you guys sit in the corner and then these guys all sit around you and then me and leanne at the end i'll i'll become a nightmare like i'll just i'll be like I'll, yeah. I'll but internally and you won't know it at the time but then all of a sudden i'll start like yeah i'll be like so why do you work with this fucking guy with the beard and you're like what and i'm like I don't know, man. It's got glasses on. Do you want a guy with glasses that can't see the screen like that? I mean, fuck what? You know? Like and and it'll show up, it'll rear its head. It's it it one hundred percent happened within with, Ind- with Nadov. It one hundred percent happened with Nadav. And Tom witnessed it happen. And it was little things said to
0: me the wrong way, I would take very personally. Mm. And uh and yeah, it's like a. Ch- I think we're so we're such trapped kids as comedians, you know.
1: Yeah, I have to get past it, and I have to learn. Like I have to literally go, like it. Everyone that f- listens to Two Bears knows that it happened with Nadav. It happened when we first started working together. Nadav, I, I, I did not feel like I was a partner in the situation internally because of. Weird things like not in the dog would say that he was oblivious to, right? But I would read wrong, mm. like, I, like, and 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 or or maybe he'd say something and and it would come up with too much energy, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck do you and like?" And I and Tom saw it very early, and he was like, "Hey man, I know you. You, it's not it's not what you think." But I was I was already there. Oh. I was already in the fucking. I was already in the fucking well of blood, just fucking pouring on me. Let, yeah. me yeah. Let me climb out. Let me climb out. I'll savagely kill everyone. Yeah. And So.
0: So I wouldn't do oh, well with, suck off oh. an aorta, bro. <laughs> I would.
1: I would not do well on that.
0: Wow. So, but whenever you get in those moments and you have those films, are you able to like start the conversation with somebody? Say this is kind of what's going on, or do you get stuck in this in that
1: boiling? I get stuck in the boiling. Yeah, I get sometimes. Sometimes I'm stuck in the boiling right sometimes. now over, over one person. Really? Yeah. Stuck in the, in the boiling
0: in the podcast universe. Uh, uh, not really. I There's, mean,
1: kind of, but not really. I mean, no, no. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm, but, uh, it's a
0: woman.
2: <laughs> How did you guess it so quick?
0: <laughs> I just knew How it. it so
1: <sighs> and so 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 yeah, I have to I have to uh learn. I'll talk to Leanne about it. I'm in therapy. Um BetterHelp. Shout out to BetterHelp. Oh, yeah, you know, totally, dude. Uh good, man. use the promo code burning. The uh the but I have to I have to work through it. I I've had it bad. Are and, you, and, you and, able and, to call them and talk to them about it or no? I tried. I yeah 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 yeah. Some people yeah some people. I had a, an issue with one dude and uh, and I texted him and we texted back and forth and I didn't actually have an issue with the dude. The dude had an issue with me and I was like I want to end this. I want to I want to get past this. There's some people I have I've written off like i and I don't think of them like I just wrote them off and I was like that's that's I, that was a big thing. My wife taught me is that some people are just dead to you. You just gotta go oh you're dead to me. I I, I can't be your friend. The thing you do is a little toxic, and it fucks me up, and I just need to stop. Right, it's just not the best relationship. It's not the best relationship for me, and I don't want it for me. Yeah. And then there's people you want to have a relationship with, that, and that's the ones we we're talking about. Where you want to have a relationship with, but they hurt you, and then, and because you're hurt, you, I end up just laying in bed and ruminating. It's called, is it ruminating, or it's where you repeat the thought over and over and over again mm-hmm. of how you have the conversation. There's been, there's been uh, moms yeah. that, moms that, there's been parents that have gave my kid alcohol. Like, Mm. that I just, to this day, burn it to the fucking ground. When I found that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, because there's cool parents. who are like, you guys can drink at my house.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Thank you. Leads to molestation, leads to people getting pregnant, kids fucking outside.
2: Thank
0: you. That, and because I'm the guy that
1: drinks on stage with his shirt off and parties, and I thought you'd be cool with it. Are you out of your fucking mind? Hey, I also fuck my wife. I don't want you fucking my kid. Like, (laughs) the fuck?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, I I, I remember I got a blowjob one time behind like a real small tree, right? This girl invited me behind a small tree, and we were young and pretty dumb, and we got busted, man. Really? Yeah. And it was like just because there's no way to really hide behind it, you know? Wait, how old were you? Mm, Probably 13, 14, you know? Wow, that's early to get a blowjob. At a party. What? it was what? so dumb it literally the tree was like this wide and we're like you know doing a blow you know getting a blow job done and the parents showed up and and that's what happens when kids drink at houses man yeah oh yeah i mean I, kids yeah drink when you drink and your your crotch comes out like that's what like the first that's the point that's the point of drinking yeah it's like it's like i uh, I'm not drinking to fucking learn more about you know. Yeah,
1: my, my daughter's math. not drinking. My daughter's not drinking because she has ticket sales in, in Alaska she needs to move. <laughs> she's not drinking because her numbers are low in Lubbock. They're fucking. She's drinking because she wants. They want to party. They want to fucking fucking suck a duck. Yeah. Fucking. They're not. Fuck. She's not drinking because her wife wants to buy another house. They're, they're <laughs> fucking. Are they, Is that? Is that? Okay. That's double. I'm
2: like. What that's am I your name.
1: Stroke. Right above my name, that's double print. That's like, oh yeah, double print. Um, Yeah, so and so, like, I do. I'll ruminate over stuff like that. But I've gotten better. Therapy really helps because you gotta, you gotta let shit go.
0: Oh yeah, man, it's hard. And especially, you gotta realize other people are just living their lives. A lot of times, they don't even know what they're doing. Like, it's old wounds that we attach to like new things that happen. Man, oh, it's been. I've been down that road. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, Um, it's
1: it's. uh, I feel. I feel like. uh, I, I said to my wife, I, I I said to my wife very vocally a few, a few months ago. I was like, I need to like double up on therapy. She was mm-hmm. like, What's going on? And I was like, I don't know. I think I'm ha- I think I'm starting a midlife crisis. Like I like the feelings of turning fifty. Um,
0: like, is it fear? Like, what do you mean?
1: Um, no, I just started realizing certain things. I started realizing, like, actualizing certain things. Going like, shit, man. Like, you know, Tim Dillon said something very, very uh insightful to me. I, I I was having a rough day and uh and I, I think no I think I was having a great day. But regardless, I was talking about, you know, sometimes that you wake up, you think of death. That's the first your first thought. I'm like, that's not cool. And uh, and you gotta fight through it, you know? And I and Tim Dillon said, you are at the height of your life. It will never get better than right now, today. Your kids are in that house. Everyone's here. The whole family's healthy. They haven't told you to quit drinking yet. You're making the most money you've ever made. You're doing the biggest venues I've ever done. You got a movie in the can. You got movies lined up. You are living. Your life today will never get better in the future. So seize today. And I went, Mm. oh. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like death freaks me out. And so I got to try to push through death of like, Like one day you die, it's undeniable. One day it goes black. For everyone, it just goes black. That's That's why, that's what leads me to the guest I wanna get on my podcast that you were trying to guess. Okay. So you know it's a person of faith.
0: I know who it is then. If you know it. The Pope.
1: No. (laughs) By the way, huge get, huge get. The Pope would be fucking great. But he's like. A person of faith. He's like hey. Justin Bieber. You're so fucking close. You're so fucking close Carl Lentz I don't know who that is um, It was a pastor Judas Wait Smith. wait wait hold on What does he do?
0: The pastor? Yeah He's a uh, Oh Joel Osteen No I don't know the guy's name T.D. Jakes The Hillsong guy Carl Lentz
1: Is that him? Okay. Type in Carl Lentz Hillsong The Hillsong pastor
0: It's either Carl The guy that, the I, don't guy that was, Judah t- I don't know if Judith Smith The guy that switched it. to Bieber Oh that's uh Carl Hey, I just texted with Carl yesterday.
1: No, you know him. Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. You know that dude? Yeah, I love so Carl. He's, so wait, tell me about him because I don't know anything about him. All I know is, all I know is, oh, that's what he looks like. Yeah. So I, I didn't. Uh, all I know is that he's like got faith, right? Yeah, I don't know. At,
0: uh wait, got faith? Got he's got faith. Yeah, like he's a believes in God, right? Yeah, yeah, he believes in God. I don't know a super ton about. I mean, I know Carl. Like I guess I don't know about a ton about his history. I know he had. Um, I know I met him and Justin came to a show of mine. No, in New York uh, a while back, um, and that was the first time that I met both of them. Um, I think maybe I'd met Carl before that. I don't remember. That's um, a I a I don't want to get on my podcast. But yeah, I always thought. I would love to have Carl on too. I think he's a super neat guy. We're supposed to catch up sometime. I know he's. That's the hard thing about being a man of the
1: cloth is you got to live, you got to you got to walk the walk of the talk you talk, right? So you can't fuck up a little bit because then because that happened to that happened to um that happened to uh, to John Christ.
0: Oh yeah, he
1: got fucking canceled for drinking vodka out of a water bottle and trying to kiss a girl rollerblade. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, because, but, but it makes sense when he tells you. what he goes, "Yeah, man, I was lying to my my fans. Yeah, I was saying I'm one thing, I'm really the
0: other thing." He also got like a mistletoe tattoo on his belly button near no, his belly button. Are you fucking serious? I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so <are you> good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, Carl's a neat guy, man. I'm, yeah, I'd love to get to spend time That's with the him. That's the guy I was like. I That's was like, so crazy, bro. I was just texting with him yesterday.
1: That's the guy I like to get on my podcast. I went, I, I'm want. i curious about how, I was talking to Bill Maher about this, about, like, I was saying, if you could get a surgery, mm-hmm. and and they would just clip a little, little Synax in your brain, and immediately tomorrow you'd believe in God. Believe in God 100%. You'd be like, I, I get it. Like, I get it. I get it, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to change my life, but I get it. And there's an afterlife and, and I have faith and, and I'm, I'm, it feels good to pray. Like you go, like, I'm going to pray a little bit. Like every time I pray, it's always like, Hey man, don't let this shit happen. You know? Mm, Hey man, man, I know that was a lot. I didn't mean to take that much. Like I'm going to sleep. Please make sure I wake up in the morning stuff shit. You know? Like, so I go. Those are my prayers. or I'm getting on a flight. Hey God, don't let me die. Hey, uh, I'm getting ready to go on stage for the special. God, hey, just keep right. An it's eye like on last me. minute. God, yeah, it's always like it's always like a fucking it's like God out of jail free. You know what it's like? It's like uh, it's like God from Pulp Fiction when he calls er- Eric Stoltz, and God's always like prank caller, prank caller. Yeah, yeah. And so like I would love to meet a guy like this and pick his brain and see if he can switch my synapse or at least see if I can figure out a couple of cheat codes. It's like hanging out with Rogan. I don't do all the shit Rogan does, but I do some of it. Yeah. I saw an eye polar plunge. I work out. I don't do the fucking uh hyperbaric chambers and the fucking the all the fucking stuff he does to his body. I don't do all of it, but like stem cell. I mean I do some stem cells You're shedding
0: like, my skin yeah. every six months or yeah, whatever.
1: Like, yeah, when he goes and lays and wax and then <laughs> peels it off. Yeah. Him and Tom, they're <laughs> hardcore like Lance Armstrong talked about how to dope their own blood. Now they dope their own blood in Austin. That's why they move there. Oh, cool. It's because of the blood doping. And yeah. so dude, I'd love clean blood. Now but I would love to. I would love to talk to that guy, open minded, like legit open minded, and be like, "Dude, like, how
0: do you get there?
1: Like, yeah, what? Like, what? And look, here's yeah. the deal. If I, I hear he's not the guy that goes, well, first off, you gotta quit drinking. Yeah, like I heard he's like a cool dude. who's like, it's like, okay, man, you, you seem to be doing good, you know? Like, let's figure it out. I heard well, par- people Carl's very parties. practical.
0: I think if they, um, I think that. Well, I mean, I I've had a like I, I had no faith when I was a kid except for like hypothetical faith of like going to church and things you would hear yeah but then as an adult um it, I think a relationship with God is just like a relationship. It's like you just have to work on it. It's like you pray a couple times a day you like, start gratitude well i started doing gratitudes you put things in god's hands you like recognize hey this is god's will not my will today like it's it's literally like a relationship it's like a relationship with anyone the more you check in with them and talk with them the bigger the relationship grows so that's all i think it is um and then yeah once you have once you're believing that you're not the one doing everything that god is it takes all the stress off of you. you do you believe that I do believe that I've had that experience in my life before, really? and it, I mean it blew my mind. Well, see, then,
1: then it then blew my mind
0: really. Because yeah, I was like, "Oh, this doesn't—that's not." Re-, and then you're like, "Oh wow, this is to f- be carefree and have your mind just be like a vacant lot where f- the present moment feels like it's just loitering, like instead of all over the place." Oh,
1: I felt, I felt. Hard time connecting with the present moment at times where I'm thinking about the next thing too much.
0: Yeah, or not even I'm thinking about it. My brain is thinking about
1: it. It's, it's. I mean, stand up's kind of defined on that. Like if you're in the present and stand up, you're not thinking about the next thing you're saying. You ever been on stage and you're like, I don't, I can't believe they're laughing, and then you're like, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm onto the next joke. Like I'm already working on the next joke, trying to think of how I punch that up. Yeah. And so living in the present's kind of, kind of
0: difficult. It's tricky. Well, especially in today's world. I mean, we're constantly getting feedback from the past. We're constantly getting jud like looking at judging things, judging ourselves. Yeah. It's a really it's an interesting time. But no, I think a guy like Carl, a guy like Judas Smith, those are uh T D Jakes, those is all some pastors that I think could be legit. I would like to see a Joel
1: Osteen. Just oh, as a performer. As a performer, I would like to see I wanna like I wanna like I do that when I go to shows. I go to shows I mean look, I know people are going to be like, "Do you enjoy anything, Burt?" But like I can't turn off the fact that I'm a stand-up comedian who performs in 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 venues, right? So like I'll go to I did uh I did the Greek and 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 I looked at the lineups of who they had and and I was like I was like, "Okay, like kind of curious of like I like I, everything everything I do is kind of like an assessment. I look at things from a fan, like, okay, I went to the Hollywood Bowl to get Steely Dan. And so I th- I thought, because we do presale for our, our tours, right? Mm-hmm. And do you ever think to yourself, like, what the fuck's presale? Like, I don't even get presale. Like, right. presale is like, it seems like, why not just release them on sale? Everyone's gonna buy them anyway. And then I went, oh, presale's for your Uber fans, because you gotta use a promo code, and there aren't people that won't. So I said, Steely Dan's coming to the Hollywood Bowl. They put them on presale. I bought them at presale so I get good seats. And I went, that's what presale's about. And then I said, how do I communicate this knowledge to people listening right here? Here's how pre-sale works. I ended up buying a whole box at the Hollywood Bowl. I ended up buying two, technically. Mm. but I, And I filled it. And then I had the tickets because it's my night, right? right. So if you're Theo Vaughn, I want to pitch you listening for a Theo Vaughn experience, right? Right now you're listening going, I don't get it. He's going to release here next door on pre-sale. Uh, promo code will be RAT. Right? Rat King. Rat King. So when he releases it, you'd be the first one. 10 a.m. at Wednesday when those pre- go, tickets are on presale. You create your night you want to have because it's your present to yourself. You've busted your ass at the office all week. You're going to get to treat yourself. So buy, say buy six tickets, right? And get it. you're going to get great tickets. You're going to get them in presale and you're going to get them at the right price point. No, no one's gotten in there yet. These are your tickets. They're through the venue. Mm-hmm. You get six tickets and then you send a text out that morning to the six people you want to see that show with and go, hey guys, I got tickets for Theo Vaughn. Got them yeah. at a great price point. I would love to see the show with you guys. And then you get to plan your evening of how your night goes. You're going to see your favorite comedian and you're picking your favorite people to see them with. Mm. That's how it went. And so I, I looked at it like, I went to Steely Dan and I went, I want, I want a box. And I was like, well the box is only like six people or f- maybe eight people. I go, I got more than that. I got two boxes. And then I went, okay, this is a little bit of money, but I go, I got two boxes. And then I started a Steely Dan chat thread, right? And I thought, who do I want to see this with? Leanne, my buddy Tom, my buddy Sandy, my manager Judy, her husband. who I want my trainer Lacey to go. Lacey's roommates, uh, Antonia LaPasa, one of the best chefs in all of LA. It's the Hollywood Bowl. We cater it ourselves. Oh my God, Antonia. I love being with her, but she is the best chef in the world. So I hit up group chat. Hey guys, who wants to go to Steely Dan? Everyone hit up immediately. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think I paid for all the tickets. I don't, I don't know if I did or I didn't. I don't remember. I, don't, I know I wasn't like, I need money, but whatever. So like, we and I got to play out the next night. So then I go to Steely Dan. And as a performer, right, I sit in there that day and I go, um, what am I going to wear? This is crazy, right, Theo? This is how crazy my brain is. And this is when you say you're a workaholic. This is what is wrong with me. I thought to myself, what do I want to wear to Steely Dan? Well, I know it's the Hollywood Bowl. I know it's outdoors. Um, it might get cold later. Ooh, I hope he's selling sweatshirts. Ooh. right. Cause wouldn't it be cool to show up in what you want to wear? But yeah. if you get cold, you have the opportunity to buy a sweatshirt,
0: wool, steely wool, something,
1: something, something, right? And so I was like, I was like, man, I want to text Steely Dan right now. So I did on on Instagram. I was like, yo, I don't know if you guys are selling sweatshirts at your show. Hit me up because I want a sweatshirt. <laughs> and then and then I'm like and then I'm like, okay. Uh, I look at beer lines. I walk in. I look at beer lines. I look at parking. I look at I look at all that shit as a because I go, I want to make sure that my fans. Have the best experience of their life because I want them to go. uh, That was awesome. Like that was great. uh, Top to bottom, I got a sweatshirt, I got a hat, I bought a pair of flip flops. Like like I sold flip flops. These these flip flops fully loaded. My my own flip flop. Mm -hmm. But then I thought, fuck. I need. I'm technically I'm asking people to show up barefoot and buy my flip flops there. And if I don't have their size, they're kind of fucked.
0: Yeah, and it's dangerous too to cross a street barefoot or to be in a parking garage. It's the
1: truth, man. So, but yeah, I I look at. I look at, uh, I can't shut my brain off when it comes to wow to touring. I, I think of so many aspects about how to make it a better experience. But that, that pre-sale thing, your fans need to know because that's the coolest thing as a fan of someone. And you need to remember that as, as an right. artist to let go get, like.
0: Yeah, let me get tickets in a group. Let me bring people that I want to be with. Let me it's make the it a best. Night.
1: It's the best. Like, okay, who's your favorite artist? Uh, Morgan Whalen, right? Yeah. Morgan Whalen pretty fucking badass, right? Yeah. So So, um, yeah, whatever, yeah. And so uh, so if you so uh, you get 10 tickets to take your 10 favorite people around the world,, oh, yeah. who would you go with?
0: I'd probably take my sister, you okay. know, because she okay. wants to go.
1: Now remember, so that's your first invite, so you're yeah. catering around that because this is your night. She's going to make sure everyone meshes. Keep going. Keep and sister. she gets
0: bent up too. And she'll start dancing like, oh. and it's really, she's a mother too, but she'll literally put her arm on the wall and just shake her ass for like I an hour. I think I'm going to like this. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Uh, who else? I'd probably get my other sister to come and bring maybe her son. So that would be good. Um, I'd probably ask, um, I would maybe ask Baker Mayfield. I saw him. We I saw Morgan Wallen with him before him and his wife. So they like Morgan Wallen. So this is a great group
1: already. You got yeah. family, you got friends, and you got a celebrity friend.
0: Yeah, and Baker had some buddies that are cool that really? love it too. So, so I you just so say it hey, up in a text to them. I would say bring up bring a couple of your boys, the yeah. same people from last time. fun.
1: So now Baker feels really comfortable. Your sisters are excited. They're getting to meet Baker Mayfield. Their brother's a big celebrity. And they got two Baker's friends that are regular dudes yeah. that, you're, that right. are talking to your sisters and being real. I love this night. Yeah. Keep going. Tell me there's an invite for me
0: and Leanne.
2: <laughs> All
0: right. All right. <laughs> We'll be the last ones. Leanne would get an yeah! invite. And she can bring a plus one. That's me. <laughs>
2: oh, That's go.
1: me. I'll see you, Morgan Whalen. I think it's a good night, dude. This is a fucking mean Baker Mayfield. I'm getting <laughs> fucked up with your sisters. Yeah. His buddies brought weed. I can't fucking wait. Hey, bring the pastor from the Hillsong group. All right. Carl's in. Carl's in it with Bieber. Yeah. We got Bieber. Carl, your sisters, Baker, his boys, his chick, my chick. You,
0: we need a girl for you. Ooh, that is the biggest question of all. Who's it gonna be? Ooh. I would say. I don't. Celebr-
1: know. Uh, can, I, can I can I soft pitch you? Yeah. Celebrity invite a girl you've seen from afar, who you respect. Maybe she's an actress. Maybe she's a singer-songwriter. And it's a, it's a retail. Hey, this is the text. Hey. Me and my buddy Bert mm-hmm. are taking my sisters, mm-hmm. his wife, my buddy Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. his buddies mm-hmm. to go see Morgan Whalen. Mm-hmm. I would love for you to come as my plus one.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, who is she?
1: She's going to hear this. Who is She's she? She's going to hear this. She's going to hear this.
0: I don't know who she is, okay, man. Okay,
1: let's see. Let's see. Is it? Let's. Okay. I'll tell you the ones. The ones that are undeniable to me. Charlize Theron.
0: Okay.
1: Uh Jennifer Aniston.
0: Mm. Okay. <laughs> she has been oh. with too many guys for me. Okay, okay, okay. I noted. Um <laughs>
1: uh who's uh oh how about the girl from, can I what about the girl from uh Ozarks? Ooh, yeah. She would be cool, if pull her up. you don't like
0: up. me. You're
2: gonna you to have, you have to fucking kill me!
1: And that's how our night ends. <laughs> and that's how our night
2: ends. <laughs> if you want to you're gonna have to fucking kill me
1: that's she's, fire dude yeah that's she a fun cool fucking group she is cute that is and she is a great actress yeah she is how very old is talented. she let's make sure she's clearable yeah. how old is
0: she we've had issues in our <laughs> universe okay let's make sure ruth langmore ruth langmore ruth yeah
1: langmore is that a real name
0: oh that sounds like a dateable name as well yeah, I like Ruth Langmore. I think it would be a nice. She date. would
1: be fun. She and would be. By the way, my and look,
0: wife, we could she, we could get her drunk. I'm like, say the line again. Say the line
1: again. <laughs> and we're in a fucking sprinter van. Baker's got his shirt off, and he's like, "Let's fucking go." She's like, "If you want to stop
2: me, you're gonna have to fucking kill me."
1: Your sister's got her hand on the wall. This thing's <laughs> moving really fast. Leanne's drunk. She's playing with my dick in the back. Yeah. This is what I'm talking
0: about. Let's burp that worm. Morgan, baby. come to L.A. Yeah, Morgan, let's go. We got the liveest group ever coming <laughs> I can't to going backstage. man. We're going backstage. Oh, we're gonna, and you know him. Oh, we're going to yeah. be back there. Dude, somebody can blow him. Uh-huh. I'll do it. Oh. Put your cream on that dick. Oh, damn, bro. <laughs> Ice cold dicks. Yeah, bro. No warm dicks, bro.
1: That's, Someone clipped this out and he's going, huh? <laughs> like,
0: hey, you got to watch the whole podcast, man. Yeah, man. I think you're, you're missing something. Oh, man. And what's great
1: is we hang. We wake up hungover as fuck. Carl Lentz comes in. He's like, hey, guys, how's everyone feeling? We're like, ugh, a
2: little
1: rough. And He's like, hey, why don't we all bring it in? Yeah. Let's hold hands. Yeah. And we're like, he's like, dear Lord, we had a great night last night. Amen. Lord, I want you to look at everyone right now and fill them with your love. Mm. Fill them with your respect, your honor. And I want you to take them from the place they are and lift them up to where they should be. For the rest of the day, Lord, I am Carl. I got a direct communication line with you. Do what you did for Bieber for them. And let them have a great day. Who wants waffles? Yeah. We all go get fucking waffles.
0: God waffles, dude.
1: God waffles.
0: I love that. Man, we had quite a time. Uh, Can I just say this might be the best podcast I've
1: ever been on. This is the funnest time I've had. In a long fucking time. Oh, thanks, man! Dude, you're the best. You're the best. I'm. I'm so. I love watching you. You're so funny. You're so fucking talented, man. And, and I, you're just an inspiration for so many of us out there like just to to try to step up our level podcasting and to step up our try to step up our level stand up you're so fucking talented buddy i'm so glad to have you as a friend
0: oh thank you dude yeah. well you're an inspire you're you're an inspiring guy you bring good energy man and um yeah you just don't you just keep going bro and that's a big part of life man it really is you know sometimes if you don't let the bullshit catch up with you because some of us stop there and wait fucking sit for it yeah you know and that's and it'll meet you there. It's it'll, a
1: good, that's a good analogy. You need to treat the what you need to treat the bad shit the way horses treat shit. Yeah. Just comes out their ass and they keep walking. Yeah, they keep proving. They're like, that's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Someone else is getting that for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bert Chrysler, you can check out the uh Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. Yep. Um, We're
1: hitting uh, Alaska, uh December fifteenth, uh going all through Texas, all through Lafayette. Your, near your hometown. Oh, There wow. you go. Yeah, I'm in Vic- Vancouver, Victoria this weekend. If does when's this come out? Um, that comes out uh,
2: next week.
1: Next week. Next week. Next week. This week. Uh, Red Rock sold out. Cajun Dome in Lafayette, Corpus Christi, Lubbock. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, got a bunch of dates. And like I said, Alaska and Secret Time. I'll be in uh, Europe.
0: Dude, next I'm so year. proud of you and amazed, and uh, I love the idea of betting on yourself, betting up that moment where you're like, you know what, I'm gonna do Red Rock, and now you're doing it again, doing it again. It sold out quicker. I'll do it again
1: next year too. I love it. And Red Rock's one of the coolest places I've ever performed in my life. Look, Sebastian has Madison Square Garden. That makes sense. That that's his mecca. Yeah, you know. Um. Uh. I, I, for me, Red Rocks is like. It's like we're staying the next night to watch Wilco. Yeah. Wilco is one of my favorite bands in the world. I can't wait to go to Wilco with Shane Gillis, Mark Normand, my wife. I got. I did the same thing I did for. Damn, I'm tired up, dude. I got a whole. I got a whole set of cabins, like twelve cabins for everyone on a river in Evergreen, Colorado. Mm. I got everyone cabins. I got us all coming in. Sprinter Van's there. Sprinter Van's to our show. IV's in the morning. Sprinter Van's back. Big party. Next morning, IV's. Sprinter Van to Wilco. <laughs> Everyone merches it out. we got going to meet Jeff Tweedy, hopefully, hopefully. I can talk to Jeff Tweedy the same way I talked to you about presale. because I think Jeff Tweedy's leaving some money on the floor. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait, man. It's, it's the fucking best. It's, and I'm bringing my trainer. We're going to work out hard every morning. Oh. I can't fucking wait. And then we fly out. We fly out from... Uh, Red Rocks private to Lafayette to do the Cajun Dome. I'm fucking pumped, dude. This is what I oh, man, I'm just I love living. I love it.
0: I you're love living it. your dream. I mean you're, li- you're you're not only you're living your dream, but you're choosing to live here. You're like, I'm gonna not only be here alive in my dream, but I'm going to live yeah. my dream. Yeah. And that's uh that's another way of thinking, man. Thank you for having me on, Yeah, I thank really you, brother.
2: Now I'm just floating on the breeze and I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be. On a stone. Oh, but when
1: I reach that ground, I'll share this of I, found. I can feel
0: it in my
1: bones. It's gonna
2: take
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite
2: and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long. Longer than anybody else. So great. Aye, sweetheart. Here's it deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody
0: wanker. Do you know what I mean? Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken.
2: (laughs) Oh, no! I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club
1: is, tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is, tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts,
2: or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.